This is episode 24 of the Anime Arcade Podcast, and we have a four-person cast today. Love these casts. Yes. It's our first impressions for the winter 2017 season. My name is Jeff, and I'm joined here with Logan. Yo. Carlos. What's up, guys? And JD. Hello, mein Freunds. <laughs> so uh yeah this this has been fun I, we're actually recording this intro before we finish recording the podcast because unfortunately i have to leave for a uh, an obligation a super bowl party i know it doesn't seem important to to everybody anime obviously should trump this kind of stuff but uh, nobody watches sorry, football guys. anymore sorry, come on <laughs> no, no, <I> know. <laughs> it's just an excuse to party now <laughs> i don't blame you yeah um this season's good though uh I, uh, I I think there's a lot of interesting stuff. Um, maybe not quite as strong as some of the seasons we've had recently, as far as just the app, the 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 amount of quality shows. But I think we've got some really solid ones in there to pick from. So, what do you guys think? Yeah, no, I think it's a it's a great season. Um, there's a lot for me personally that I'm enjoying. I'm watching way more than I thought I would, um, which I think you know maybe says a lot for the quality uh, of mm-hmm. the anime this season. But uh, yeah. How about you, Carlos? Yeah, no, there's uh, there's a lot of real good stuff out here, and, and we're um, we'll cover all of it uh, in a minute <laughs> for you guys. But uh, <laughs> the the amount of, of good shows to to meh or bad shows, I think, is is pretty good this season. Like you said, though, not probably not as great as some of the past seasons, but definitely not bad. Yeah. I think we've got some. I, I think we've got some really interesting shows too that that maybe are different than what we've had. Um, you know, some unique premises and whatnot. So, um, yeah, look out for those. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about them over the the next couple hours. Uh, and once again, sorry that I had to dip out on you guys. It's, okay, man. <laughs> it's all good, man. <laughs> um, JD, anything you want to add before we jump in? Uh. Just from my personal tastes, it's been a weak season for me. Uh, mm-hmm. But in I mentioned it later. Later, how the anime this season it seems to be more focused on the comedy than the more serious. So maybe that's changing what I usually dive into. So maybe it's it's getting me more diverse taste. That's for sure. There you go. Nice. That's a good way to look at it. How about that? And my girlfriend just handed me a beer in the middle of recording our intro. That's what I could get about. used to. This. Yeah. <laughs> nice. She knows what's important yeah. in life. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Um, enjoy episode 24. Uh, thanks for being here with us, and we'll catch you later. Yeah. Thanks for listening. See you soon. Um, what's going on? What's new? A whole lot of Fire Emblem. Yeah, man. <laughs> a whole lot of Fire Emblem. I don't know if that just came out. Um, what was it yesterday or the day before? Um, yeah, a couple days ago, right? 
Uh, yeah, I guess maybe fr- Friday was the first day that I started playing it because I saw you guys talking about it in Discord and uh, my yeah my obsessive Fire Emblem self has come out over the last couple of days playing it. <laughs> Did you find you got you got bored pretty quick because there's no challenge to the game? Um, no, I haven't gotten bored yet with it. I've been having uh, fun. Just got yeah. I, I certainly kind of felt that way. Yeah. Um, after a certain point, it's just a grind pretty much for orbs. No, I've kind of, um, I, I, maybe that has something to do with the fact that you have gotten the stronger characters or something, maybe. because I've been playing through with mostly like two and three stars. And I think one, four star, that's like my highest level team. So, um, and I think the four star I actually just got, I put uh Corin, the male Corin version. Hmm. Even when you get higher, though, like even then, the five stars aren't nearly as like all powerful as they were early on. And then you get them to the harder maps, and I'm thinking that like later on, it becomes a game more of like seeing because uh, that you can see the team composition for the enemy and like building a team based on that. Yeah, yeah, that seems to be how they want you to. You know, I'm assuming once things get more difficult and stamina is a little more of an issue that that's going to be how you have to strategize towards each map um i also come from a like uh mindset of like trying to keep all my guys alive so it's been really kind of odd for me to come to grips with the fact that like some of my guys can die in the battles and as as i've allowed them to die it's kind of gotten i haven't thought about the the fights as much because you know the problem is, is that then you have a level disparity because you don't gain uh, experience or that character doesn't gain experience if they die. Yeah. So yeah, it, it if, if you want to balance your team, because like I had that problem, my, uh, what do you call it? One of my frontline guys was constantly dying. Mm-hmm. And so he was way lower level than everyone else on the team. And as we kept going further, he was always the one to die in the fights and everyone else would just clean up after him. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, but yeah, you can always go to the training tower and uh, train your guys up, and or use the uh, the shards or whatever. Yeah. That's what I did for Camilla. I yeah. used the shards. I was like, <laughs> "All right, now she's she's instantly in the main team." So here you go. <laughs> yeah, I did that for Sharina to get her up to twenty, but now I don't have any feathers to upgrade her. Yeah, yeah you will eventually. Yeah, I will eventually. That, that's the uh, thing about this game is a lot of it feels like it's going to be eventual progression <clears throat> as you get more stuff, and eventually you'll have a five star Sharina, which I, I know what you're looking forward to. <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. Well, I don't have any yeah, five stars I mean, myself, but pretty much getting every three or four stars. That's about it. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of people are having bad luck with rolls. Yeah, I haven't had any luck with the five stars, but I'm okay with it. Give me something to look forward to. I I kind of I kind of like not getting those epic things in the beginning. Cause I, I find with these games, when I get some epic role right in the beginning, I kind of lose interest a lot faster. So mm-hmm. that's hmm. something to work towards. Although I did get Gaius oh. recently and just been grinding him up to get on the main team. <laughs> nice. Yeah. The ninjas are pretty cool. I was telling them earlier, I got a ninja and I'm, I'm, I'm impressed with, with how powerful she is. So, um, so yeah, fire emblem, uh, heroes. It's a, it's a fun little, Fire Emblem game brought to the mobile. To the mobile. To the Something mobile. I can play at school, so I appreciate the hell out of it, Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's some games um, uh, 
think it's Path of Radiance. Uh, to double check that now, but uh, I, I like a lot of characters from that game, and I haven't seen any in the in it yet. But um, so far it seems like the newer ones they've got all the characters from those and uh, some of the older ones. So still waiting on my Tharja. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> not Path of Radiance, Radiant Dawn. Though I don't know if Path of Radiance is in it either. I didn't play Path of Radiance. It was Radiant Dawn, the Wii version of Fire Emblem. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking um, of that, are you looking forward to, um, uh, speaking of, I should say, Fire Emblem, are you looking forward to Echoes? Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, I don't know. I haven't read too much up on it, but I'm, I'm definitely, any, any Fire Emblem game is, is going to be a game that I play for sure because it's, it's, it's right up my alley as far as the gameplay and, you know. Uh, Apparently Echoes is bringing back the old school mentality of the games from like the Super Nintendo era and giving it a 2017 spin with mechanics as well. Oh, okay. Nice. So supposedly yeah, it might I, be pretty difficult. <laughs> well, I mean, it's a Fire Emblem game. They, they all have the potential to be ridiculously difficult. Right. <laughs> Only if you um, allow it. <laughs> yeah, nowadays, they uh, it, it's, it seems to have benefited the franchise quite a bit for them to allow you to make it not as outrageously hardcore as some of the older ones were. Um, you know, as as someone who kind of enjoyed the difficulty of the older ones, um, I like also having that option of playing it that way, which Awakening didn't really give you. And if you give me the option to grind my characters, I'm going to do it. I mean, that's just, you know, <laughs> that's just a fact. But, um, yeah, so. But then I'm stuck in Conquest still. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah Conquest is other. difficult. Just drop that difficulty, um, man. I'm telling you. <laughs> I won't do it. I'd rather not play it. There's no reason there's no reason to have it on the hardest. <laughs> <laughs> it's not worth playing if it's not super difficult. <laughs> if I'm not smashing my head against the wall after I die, then Oh god. What's the point? Right. That's that's what Fire Emblem is to me. What is it to you? It sounds it sounds like it should be a commercial or something. <laughs> Um, so yeah, guys, Fire Emblem, uh, any, any, uh, anything else you want to add to that? Mm. Looking forward to the Switch Silence. release next year. The Switch Fire Emblem. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That was oh, announced. yeah. <laughs> For sure. Cool. Ooh. Well, uh, a lot of anime this season. Indeed. <laughs> Indubitably. <laughs> Um, some of it good, some of it not so great, but that's for uh, that's for our listeners to decide. Well, Absolutely. No, I'm pretty for sure it's a consensus for us, on one For show. us to decide to them. <laughs> I can't wait to hear. I um, I've been I've been watching my three shows. I'm not caught up on them, but uh, yeah, I've got I've got opinions on them all. Um, so yeah, it's been so far. It seems it seems like it's been a pretty fun season. Uh, so I've heard a lot from you guys about a lot of shows and. I asked for recommendations, I think, on the last cast as far as uh, – maybe it wasn't on cast, but I know I spoke with you guys a couple of weeks ago about recommendations for shows to watch. And your lists were so long that um, it kind of overwhelmed me. <laughs> I didn't end up picking one. <laughs> but uh, this cast will definitely go a long way, I think, in helping me pick something else to watch off uh, aside from my three. But, uh, yeah, so uh, I figure we would probably go down um, – 
in the opposite direction of the shows we drafted. But uh, first, we should probably talk about the shows that we've dropped this season, right? Well, starting hard, right. okay. Yeah, let's let's get the let's get the negativity out of the way. The, <laughs> the first show I dropped, and I'm pretty sure Logan, you watched it and dropped it too, right? I watched three minutes of it and I, said, <laughs> I, I gave it a hard nope. I I watched the first two episodes of Kimono Friends, so sorry, Seismic. Uh, and I couldn't do it. <laughs> it's, it, uh, had the potential to have me just by having, you know, cute animal girls in it, but it has some of the most god awful CG I've ever seen in my life. And it's just, it's a straight up children's show. Well, that like, too. Uh, and you know, I, I can watch like, you know, a lot of people say, ah, Adventure Time is a children's show, but I could watch that show, uh, because of the the little bits of backstory they feed you and all that stuff. And I've even sat down and watched a couple episodes of, oh, what's that show? Um, the one about the kids that live in like Oregon or whatever. Crap. <laughs> I, 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 I have younger siblings. Portlandia? Um, <laughs> nah, I forgot. I forgot what it's called. It. So, someone's going to, someone's going to message me like, Oh, you're such an idiot. It's this, uh, it's not Steven universe. It's the other one. But anyway, yeah, I've watched I've watched children's shows before and enjoyed them. Hell, Avatar: The Last Airbender, Airbender was supposed to be a children's show, and I love the crap out of that show. But this one is, it's like, it's very. I don't want to say cutesy because cutesy describes stuff a lot of stuff I like sometimes. So, mm-hmm. but it's it's too much. It's too much, and there's too much of the terrible CG for me to want to invest more time in it. So I dropped it. And I'm already watching it. I made shows. up four minutes in that show after you were telling me how bad it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. It is. Uh, it's pretty yeah, bad. Every I every know. movement, I'm just like, ooh, ow, ooh, uh. That animation. There are even bad. These, these times <laughs> when it's like, the CG looks like, it looks like the, the background is supposed to be, I don't know how to describe it, like the floor, like the, the floor of the savannah. But it takes up the whole screen. Like when you draw as a kid and you're like, all right, well, here's a lion and here's a zebra. And they're all on this flat, like weirdly diagonal plane. I don't know how to describe it. It just it, it weirded me out so much. I actually uh, kind of isometric, but at the same time, because like, yeah, I guess so. Because like with isometric games like Diablo, you, you're you're looking down, but you could see the whole right. character at the same time. So yeah, yeah, isometric. Well, the yeah. thing about but I noticed the animation was... It always it always looks like the characters are standing on air. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They never they're never touching the kind ground. Of, that kind of messed with my eyes. Yeah, and I, I couldn't mm-hmm. take it for very much longer. So I'm like, no, I can't. I, I'm not even going to give it the the three episode, <laughs> you know, turn. I yeah. dropped it. Well, I anyway. think it's fair. I think it's totally fair to drop shows for for something like that. I mean, this is a visual medium after all, and we we grade a lot of shows based on their animation and their their visual style so if it's that bad then it's definitely grounds to be dropped in my opinion (laughs) (laughs) um cool so kimono friends is a drop show sorry for anyone looking forward to those opinions at the end of the season um yeah uh what's our next one guys Mm. handshakers (laughs) this one's this one's yours (laughs) uh let's start with the good how about that uh, there's colors because it's made no, by Studio Gohan, so there's plenty of colors. And this is hand shakers we're talking about. Yes. Okay. The 
I saw a funny sh- uh, Full Metal on the f- on the uh, Discord showed me a funny summary of the show. Guy meets girls, touches her, and never lets never lets go of her hand. <laughs> mm. It's about the best summary you can come up with for the show in a joking sense. <laughs> but yeah, so <sighs> so you're imme- the first scene in this is you're immediately looking at a bunch of CG chains going in all different directions on this 2D b- background, but it's it doesn't mold well together at all. So kind of in that same sense of Kimono Friends, mm-hmm. it's it's very jarring. The animation's very j- very very uh, jig jaggy. If that makes any sense, janky, janky, mm-hmm. janky is another good word. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, and then and then it goes to a couple characters where one of the guys has a girl tied up in chains, and he's straight up stomping on the girl's lower basement. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> vagina. We could say vagina. I'll go with the German word vagina. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, why not? Oh God. Wow. Yeah. What kind of show are we talking about we're, here? <laughs> we're talking about a show that's embracing BDSM in the first five minutes. <laughs> yeah. Good Lord. Yeah. It was pretty, it was that's pretty crazy. shocking. And along with the janky animation and then it cuts to, I don't remember if it goes through the, OP in the first episode but it does eventually Mm. get to of course the school with your main character and all the characters look like they're all of about seven but they're in I think high school (laughs) so we already got yeah I'm pretty sure we already got hurtful character design in that sense of how old the characters are or portrayed supposed to be Hmm. and the student council president walks up to the kid's desk and he's fixing like a, a smartphone or a watch because uh, he's a mechanic. And there's this wild panning scene of in this fisheye lens, which is really weird, of the classroom just going around. And of course, it's janky. I even, wa- I even watched it a couple times to make sure my internet wasn't crapping out. <laughs> every time, whether it was computer or through my PS4, that it, was, it, would, just, it would just stop every now and again. Yeah, that was that was one thing I noticed about episode one is how much they were like, look at this, look at what we're able to do with this technology. But it just didn't look good. It looked awful. And a lot of it, <laughs> a lot of it, and I was, <laughs> I was making the joke, it's like episode one, establishing shots, because almost every other scene, they have like three establishing shots to let you know, hey, we're at school, <laughs> when we never really leave, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> You don't need that many establishing shots to establish to your audience where you are. It was just like it was them like trying to show off and doing a really poor job at it. It was it was bad. Yeah. It, it was just it was very painful on the eyes to just look at because you couldn't quite focus on what was going on. But all while all these panning shots are happening, no one's moving in the background, by the way. But there's one thing that's happening. It zooms in on the student council president who's got the biggest boobs you can imagine for the seven-year-old looking character. And she's not moving, but her boobs are going up and down. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, so this is a show that's trying to be edgy with some new type of visual style and it's failing miserably. It's failing miserably along with the worst plot I have seen in anime in a long time. Hmm. Well, see, I've seen this plot before done better but in a manga there's a manga called magatsuki if anybody reads it it's pretty great it's a harem yeah but that's a comedy um 
Yeah, exactly. That's what I was going to say is, is it works in a com- in a comedic sense, but like when they're all trying to be all serious about it and then they have these like wildly etchy scenes and you know me, I love etchy. I'm like, all right, this is kind of stupid. No, the, everything. <laughs> yeah. The kid just walks randomly in and there's a girl on a bed and then he touches her hand and then this wild scientist comes in and he goes, you can never let go or she'll die. All right, let's move on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, but before that, like in between those, there's like the LSD scene where he grabs her hand and like the walls start like changing colors. And I'm like, okay, cool. So this girl's like exuding LSD. Got it. <laughs> uh, that's one way to look at it. <laughs> I, but this is where, this is where the where I just where the show goes total dumpster fire. So not not everything before it that just didn't help matters. <laughs> what did it for me was. The girl then ha- then moves in with main character, right? This little girl who never says a single word. That's that's her character. She can't speak. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. And all of his lines are, "How are you doing today?" And she goes, "Huh." Hmm. And that's every dialogue. that's all three episodes. Sounds wonderful. Well, the dialogue is atrocious. <laughs> so she moves in with him, and of course, they can't let go hands. So they have a 10-minute scene of him undressing her and him undressing himself awkwardly in the bathroom. <laughs> so, uh-huh. already uncomfortable. And then, after that, they, they or before it, who, who really cares at this point? They decided to write in the dialogue of, what are we going to do when we have to go to the restroom? <laughs> <laughs> and then they show it. <laughs> Important, Ooh, great. important scenes. <laughs> so yeah, the show's dropped. It it's it's painful. The CG doesn't mold well with the backgrounds ever. Uh, there was a whole episode of introducing new characters that you're supposed to fight, but instead it was this girl's 29, but she's a lolly character and she works at a cafe. It's 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 all just terrible. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, no, I, I dropped it yeah. as well. I can't blame you. Oh, and my fa- my favorite is the music's supposed to be action-oriented for these action scenes that eventually happen. Uh, of course, the movement's not really all there to go with the CG, but the music going on is this soft, harmonic sounds just happening. So it's almost like their mm. goal is to put you to sleep during these action scenes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I never watched really a couple of clips. I watched a couple of clips of that, and I, it was the first thing I noticed was the music just did not seem to fit with the um, <laughs> with what was happening on the screen. Yeah. So it was the same music in the bathroom as what was happening when they're trying to fight to the death. <laughs> yeah. Well, it sounds definitely like uh, like a dropper. It hurt my soul. No. <laughs> Drop it right in the toilet. This next show that I that I dropped, I don't want anyone to think it was particularly bad. It's just that I'm watching mm-hmm. a lot of shows this season, and it doesn't really do anything. Uh, it's School Girl Strikers. Uh, it's apparently based off a mobile game. Uh, essentially, there's a bunch of girls that go to this one high school, and out of all these girls, there are a few teams of girls who are able to go into this, like, parallel universe it's the same world just like these monsters come in and they have to take them down because i forget something bad happens (laughs) uh it's not and you follow it what's kind of interesting about it is instead of following like the good team you follow like the shit team like and they're really bad as they try and progress uh with their their weapons and all that stuff 
Um, it's kind of like, I guess you could say like Concole for people who, who didn't like Concole, but like the fans will like the, the anime. Um, so I can imagine I'd like it more and I'd probably follow it more if I was playing the mobile game. But since I'm not, and since there are other much better shows out there right now, I dropped it. I might come back to it, but I, I kind of doubt it. I have to be really effing bored um, <laughs> to, to give it another shot. So, so is it more of a time sorry, constraint anybody? then? No, no. I mean, maybe if like I'm sick one day home from school and <laughs> I can't possibly be bothered to get up and grab one of my Blu-rays, then maybe I'll watch it. I don't know. <laughs> so what you're saying is it seems like it was basically done as fan service for any fans of the game. Then. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and the characters are cute and they do like interesting things and it's not terribly animated, but the enemies are so boring. Like it's like this weird amorphous blob type thing that like I'm like, okay, why do we hate this thing? What exactly is it yeah. doing to hurt people? That yeah, um, was the point. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas with 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 the abyssals in Concole they look evil. They do evil things. So it's like, yeah. But blobs well. have been established as evil since the blob. <laughs> <laughs> since Dungeons and Dragons. Look out, Carlos! It's the blob. <laughs> oh my god! Don't let it touch you. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's it. And, that, and that's that's all of our drop shows. So only three. Not not terrible this this season. Yeah. I'm proud to say that I have not yet dropped a show that I've picked. I don't know, man. Badge of Honor. Yeah, I don't think I don't think I have either. Maybe I don't know. I'll have to go over and see all the shows <laughs> I picked. I forget. I have a terrible memory. Anyway, <laughs> so just uh, before we go on to our picks from the draft and discuss what we uh, what our notes are on those, um, we do have a couple notes as far as some shows that we haven't been able to watch because of different factors. Um, JD, I think that affects you mostly, but uh, no, me as well. Yeah, yeah me as well. <laughs> oh, Carlos as well. So yeah, well, you guys go ahead and uh, talk about those shows. It's a popular though. season for it. <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah. so I mean, I've mentioned it before, um, Amazon picked up uh, Scum's Wish, and I refuse to pay an extra $60 a year for their subscription, so I am waiting till the end of the season to watch that, and when I can use my you know, one week free trial or whatever, just binge it then. Um, I can't say that I've heard nothing but good things about it yeah same here a lot of people seem to hold it as the best show of the season so i will say that and uh, certainly raises my expectations for it for good or bad and uh yeah i look forward to it but it's unfortunate yeah shame on amazon for that i I hope that i hope there's not too many people paying for that anime service because you know that would be the only way they would not do it is if people didn't pay for it. So. Well, it, it wouldn't yeah. be as bad. And when we've talked about this before, but you know, just to reiterate that it, it wouldn't be as bad if you didn't have to have a prime membership. Cause I already have a prime membership, Yeah, yep. but you have to have a prime membership to even get it. If I'm not mistaken. Yep. And which is, yeah, that's like, if it was just on its own, I got to understand like, and I'll, I would even understand people going out of their way to, to get the service. Cause you yeah. know, anime fans being anime fans want to support the industry or at least, you know, some do. Some do. It only um, pertains to hmm. Americans, though, <laughs> as well. Yeah, that's the other thing is it's only the anime strike is only available in the states. 
So, that's, that's a shame. Another, <laughs> another misstep. Yep. So, uh, yeah, that's uh, like you said, we've discussed that before and, uh, we'll see, we'll see what, what becomes of that. If it, if it is financially lucrative for them, then I'm sure they're going to continue to do it. So, um, how about uh, little witch academia, JD? Yeah, that's, uh, <laughs> that doesn't look like I'll be, wa- I'll be able to watch it until the end of summer because <laughs> Netflix will oh, release wow. it all at once. And it looks like it's going to be two cores long or 26 episodes or whatnot. Interesting. Yeah. Is it really? So uh, I think goodness. I will just binge, binge yeah. watch it on Netflix as per Netflix prefers, I guess. And then mm-hmm. possibly just write a review over it straight up. Nice. Looking forward yeah. to it, man. Yeah. Yeah. Can't wait to hear about it. I've heard it. nothing but good things. It's Little Witch Academia, so. <laughs> Uh, next up, and, and again, we've talked about this, so don't want to take too long on this, but Grand Blue Fantasy, uh, they released the first two episodes, which I thought were fantastic. Um, you can listen to my review on the last podcast, question mark? Was it the last one? Yeah, I think so. I think, I think it <laughs> I'm was. terrible at remembering these things. Uh, but uh, the rest of it will come out in the uh, spring season. I'll probably watch it, and um, maybe that'll be one of the ones I, I pick. Probably not, though, since I already picked it. I don't know. But yeah, nice one. Just need to eat more member berries, Carlos. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, uh, you guys want to get started then on our uh, reverse draft order? Sure. Reverse draft order, cool. we can totally do. All right. Um, well, that that starts us off with a with a show. I know that we've spoken about quite a bit then. <laughs> um, I think, uh, what was it, you, it, Logan, that picked me, this one? Yeah. yeah. So uh, the first show is Fuka. I um, got to pronounce that right. <laughs> Fuka. There you go. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's a show about a guy and a girl, and they love each other very much. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, oh, it's, it's one of those shows. Yeah. I see, I see. Yeah. No, it's, it's a... <laughs> It's it's kind of hard to describe it as such like a mishmash of genres. Um, it's like a it's a romance drama music, uh, edgy slice of life. I would thing. say I would say it's if you've seen Nana before, it's a music anime with romance involved. So there there just happens to be band elements thrown in there, but it's more or less a teenage drama. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah, the, I haven't seen Nana, but yeah, I do agree with that assessment. Um, it's it's good. I mean, I, I I enjoy it. It's I don't know if it's the best looking thing. I don't uh, remember exactly what studio is doing it, but um, Studio Tulip Tulip. I've never heard of them. Yeah. <laughs> um, the no no no. I, I, I misspoke. Like, uh, that's the producer. Studio uh, Dio Media. Oh, they, Di- okay, Dio Media. Okay, I have heard of them. Um, to me, it feels like the colors are just kind of muted. I don't know if that's intentional or not, but it doesn't feel like the show has a lot of color. It feels kind of monotone. Um, I don't know. You're watching this as well, JD. Do you have any? I am certainly watching this because you guys hyped the <laughs> hell out of this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure if I'd call it hype. Yeah. No, no, no. You have you hyped. <laughs> I'm like, is it this episode? Is this going to happen? Because I'm getting you guys' permission before I watch each episode. 
I'm, I'm not watching it, so I don't All know right, when, so Logan when permission. it's going to happen. <laughs> um, I'd, you, it's funny you mentioned the colors, but I find it interesting how they use, they, they're utilizing the blue kind of eyeliner, mm-hmm. the highlights, to emphasize yeah. main characters and characters we should care about. Uh-huh. Whether that's that's key dialogue that's coming or just our main cast, they all have the blue eyeliner while regular characters don't have that. Or they're off in the background enough with that monotone where you don't notice it. Hmm. So I, I really like that. I, I like how I like how the, the they're they're playing the romance as something important and how it's gonna affect the story. What I mm-hmm. don't care for is what happened in episode four at the end. It's the show's use of uh, tropes. Yeah. yeah, it's it's really hurting. What it's, I, I it, it's not spoiler, but there's a, there's a nice romantic moment, okay, between characters. Won't say who. And immediately after this nice romantic moment, it went straight off, straight up eighties Ronma style, where <laughs> whether it's the guy falls over and grabs a boob, or. <laughs> Or some, yeah. or someone bumps into a conversation randomly, or someone trips. It just, it just totally ruined the moment, and the show has a real horrible time just throwing the, in these tropes for the sake of doing it. And I got a real problem with that because that it doesn't. From the first few couple episodes, it doesn't feel like that's what the show's supposed to be. If you're going to do yeah, tropes, I, it should it do it. It should do it one hundred percent. While it just seems like it's there for the sake of having it. And yeah, I don't feel like, especially that one at the end of episode four, I don't think it adds anything to the story. No, it was five uh, seconds that didn't need to be there. Yeah, It was sure. literally the last scene. It, I, it, it kind of broke me on the show. And ever since <laughs> that moment, uh, it's getting worse. Hmm. If you've seen yeah. episode six, the last like seven minutes is a trope <laughs> <laughs> where nothing happens. <laughs> It's, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's... I'm not it's saying I'm not enjoying it. <laughs> yeah. It's just it's just really hurting what could be better. What could be better. And apparently they're cutting quite a bit out of the manga. Hmm, Like okay. straight up cutting characters out of scenes. Interesting. Uh, Full Metal uh, on the Discord said they're cutting out dialogue as well. It's... it's uh, it kind of makes sense if they it, are going where I think they're going. Oh, so boy. <laughs> they, they probably have something that they want to get to, maybe. Who knows? Um, <laughs> <laughs> but what do you think of the characters themselves, tropes aside? Um, the main character needs to grow a set. He's that t- typical blank slate character. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're doing... I know the main character is kind of awkward socially, which is why he utilizes Twitter. They do explain that in the show fairly well, but they don't portray it well at all. He's always... he's always Like, his dial... I think it's the written dialogue in portraying how shy and reserved he is and awkward. Because the dialogue is written for him just, I'm sorry, or he looks away. There's no, like... I, I feel that they could fix that with some sort of inner monologue. Or... Mm. And they they just don't do that right. Now, going to the girls, they're well portrayed. Mm-hmm. Fuka's uh, uh, hypergenic, doesn't care what other people think kind of attitude, that's great. And then there's the childhood friend, naturally. <laughs> Koyuki, best girl. Yukon! <laughs> 
she um, she has a struggling romance, and it's it's very it's it's there. We as the audience know what she's going through because there's there's inner monologue written for her. There's there's more than just I look away and say I'm sorry all the time. So in the female senses, they're writing the show pretty well. For all the male characters, nothing's really happening with them. <laughs> yeah, I, I would tend to agree for yeah. sure. Well, I, I, yeah, if, if you like music, um, if you like, I don't know, band stuff, if you like drama, it's definitely for you. The romance, it's there. It's not great, though, in my opinion. could be much better. Uh, but it's, I think it's still a show worth watching. Yeah, it started out as possibly the winner of the season for me, and then it's just, it's, it's going downhill, unfortunately. Nothing, it, it, it there's so much potential and it's just not reaching it. Yeah. <laughs> I will say nothing. nothing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. I know our, uh, me and you, Carlos, are, uh, talking about the show has led to, um, some people going and just reading the manga, um, namely mm. Andrew from Otaku Spirit, and uh, he <laughs> he posted some thoughts about uh, about it on the the OS forums. So I went and checked that out. It's uh, it's gonna be interesting to see how uh, how this uh, how they wrap the show up. Yeah, I've I've it. avoided all spoilers of the show, so yeah. that's that's why yeah, the hype that. is there for me. <laughs> for sure, yeah. some of the some of the comments. Oh my are god! Yeah, I, hilarious. There's a, a Crunchyroll comment that I shared with uh, with Carlos and Full Metal. Yeah, that was it's pretty savage. <laughs> <laughs> You'll have to show me that later. Yeah, yeah. For sure. as, as soon as as soon as as soon as it happens, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna talk about oh, it. God. Yeah. But yeah, Fuka. Yuka, yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of that in the show. Yeah. Okay, next one up is Onihei. 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 So Oni, and then it's kind of a play on the words of Oni, and then the main character Heizo. Hmm. hmm. It's um, it's a period piece in the Edo period. There's a certain name for it in Japanese storytelling, and it it focuses on this uh this leader of the arson group uh chief officer of crime and arson in uh in i think it's in tokyo or what they whatever they used to call it Edo. Edo. well yeah okay that makes sense <laughs> <laughs> uh and it's 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 an episodic storytelling over this focused on this main character solving crimes in the city and it's uh it's 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 pretty cool but i think for the time it's coming out cuz we've seen a lot of these types of shows just in that era and like the first episode's about this thief who gets caught and he's kind of having this epiphany over his life and uh sticking to the thief code um, that's kind of a, a focal point in the show is there's all these, all these different crimes being committed, but there's some sort of still code of honor that people must live by even as a thief. Hmm. And it's the journey of this character, Hazo solving said crimes and whether it's, uh, something, something from his past has come back to him or, uh, he meets an old friend and, his friends going through something it's 
it's nice in that aspect, but there's no coherent story. It's it's you can jump in any episode at any point in oh, time. Oh, so it's like an episodic. Tech it's thing. very episodic. I gotcha. It's there's nothing wrong I can say about the show, but other than I kind of wish there was a plot to go along with this. Right, then that right. would make it much more interesting. Maybe as the series goes on, we'll start getting more insight of what's happening. Maybe we can piece these events uh, that's happened so far together during certain times, and maybe it'll affect. Now, I must say the the action scenes when they do happen are pretty cool. The there's these clashings of the sh- swords. The sound effects are really cool. You see sparks coming off them, and it it does not hold back with how gruesome it is. It it fully it fully it shows when a sword goes through a guy's chest and blood spurts out Kill Bill style. You're like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty cool in that sense. But yeah, I, I really do wish there was some sort of coherent plot involved. But there 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 just isn't. It's episodic at its truest. <laughs> it kind of sounds like like they were going for like the old uh, Western style uh, television series where. You know, there's problem, and then by the end of episode, problem gets solved. Everyone feels good at the end. Exactly, um, but just more gruesome. In this sense, it's in in this show. Not every episode has a happy ending. Oh, right on. So that's good. I also found out that the that this particular character and story is from sort of sort of serialization of of short stories and novels from the '60s. Wow. So that could be another reason why I like it is it really has this old sense of storytelling. Very cool. Yeah. I've enjoyed it. It's not, oh, yeah. not the best show, but it's it's entertaining, that's for sure. Cool. Well, yeah. Well, um, how about uh, Showa Genroku, Carlos? I mean, I've been curious yeah. to hear about this show. I think... Uh, the first season was spoken very highly of, so I'm curious to see where they're where, where they're going in the second season now. The what do you call it? I was going to say jumping from from one type of old storytelling to another. Um, show again, Roku two or season two. Um, show again, Roku Rakugo Shinju. Oh, Sekudoku Futabi Hen. Uh, that's a <laughs> mouthful. Is uh, is a of course continuation of the first season. Um, the first season. You got uh, Yakumo's backstory. The, the first episode of the first season was a 45-minute episode in which you meet Yakumo. He's this old uh, Rakugo performer. Uh, Rakugo being the like a theater performance, a one-man show. Um, and uh, you, you meet him as an old man. He takes on an apprentice, Yotaro, and you find out that he has a charge of a, a well, at this point, she's a woman, but he's been taking care of her since she was a child, Konatsu, and she hates him. And and uh, after the first episode, he begins to tell his life story, and that's the first season. Um, you get you get his life story starting from I want to say the twenties or the thirties when he's a child uh, through the war and up until I want to say the fifties or maybe the sixties. Cool. Um, well, the, the, the second season, uh, it, this is the story's over, and now we're following uh, Yakumo as uh, he's like the most famous uh, Rakugo performer and his apprentice Yotoro. Uh, Yotoro is a former Yakuza or some form of game gang. Um, 
And so he's got that stigma writing on him that he was, you know, trash and all this stuff and how he works through that to, to better himself and his image uh, to the audience. Uh, and Konatsu at the end of the, okay, uh, spoiler, spoilers. I can't talk about this without spoiling it. Uh, Konatsu at the end of the first season says she's pregnant and she's pregnant with somebody's child and you don't know who's um, it. In this season, uh, I believe it's episode two or three, two, I want to say, you find out who it is, and God, it's hard to talk about this without spoiling <laughs> stuff. But it, it's just, it, it's kind of, Yakumo wants Rakugo to die. Uh, there's a young man who comes in, um, who wants to make new stories, because all the stories they're talking about come from like the Edo period. They're old, 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 old. They're still funny, though. Uh, but they're, you know, there's clearly nothing new. And so he kind of wants Rakugo to die with with him and Yotaro. Just that's it. Um, and it's the 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 season now, like it, we, we had a little bit of, of um, drama with Yotaro and Konatsu and their lives are starting to get better. Now it's more Yakumo and his dealing with the demons of his past. Because at the end of the first season, something really big happens. I won't spoil that. And now he's dealing with essentially the ghosts of his past and and his regrets. Because he has some major regrets in life. Um, it's a really hard-hitting drama at times. But at other times, it's like... the I, I think... Uh, Go back, going back to the Otaku Spirit for our uh, podcast. Uh, Andrew said it best: the way they do the performances is outstanding. They do these camera angles where, because again, it's a one man show, and the the one guy he's essentially sitting on his knees, you know, Japanese style, um, telling the story. But the way they do like camera angles is like you could it, you feel like it's a it's two people talking to each other, so. It, they have these great elements to make these stories come alive. I and mean, when you read them, they're great. I mean, some of them are scary. Some of them are, are funny. Like, uh, for example, I'll, I'll give you one of the ones that was recently done. There was one where uh, uh, a man, like a kind of simple man, wants to, to name his son. So he goes to the Buddhist temple and he asks the, uh, the Buddhist priest um, what the incantation for, I don't know, I think it was good luck or something like that. Someone can correct me. Uh, what the incantation for like good luck was and you know their incantations are like really really long you know a long drawn out chant and so he's like oh those all sound good so i'll name my son the whole chant <laughs> and so uh so like years later um uh his son hits another kid and the, the kid comes up and he starts crying and he says your son blah 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 <laughs> hit me there's a lump and the dad's like what i don't see like He's like, did you, they're like, blah, 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 blah. Did you hit this kid? It's like, no. He's like, yeah, he did. there's not even a lump there. It's like, well, it went down when you were saying his long ass name. <laughs> but yeah, so it's like you get, you, it's, it's just really interesting culturally. Um, it's really great. It's a really great drama. Uh, I'm loving the fact that there's more uh, Yotoro and Konatsu in this season. Um, if you haven't seen the first season, I would say binge it, but it might be a little hard because there are some episodes that like I got, I would get done with in the first season and be like, man, now I'm kind of depressed. <laughs> so yeah. I'd, I'd recommend you watch it. It's just, if you've never seen Rock Go performances, they are super interesting and this anime does them well. 
Yeah. Sounds like a good, sounds like a nice heavy drama. I, um, mm-hmm. the, um, I know you've said this before, but there is only that one 45 minute episode, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's it. After cool. that, it's, it's all 20 some odd minutes. Oh, and real quick note here, the opening theme for this season is just as good as the opening the- uh, theme for last season. And they're, they're like these kind of jazz deals uh, that kind of feel like like they're from that period. Uh, and then the ending theme is really soothing. And I don't know, it, it helps you like mellow after the episode. I think they did a really good job with uh, musically. Yeah. Um, yeah, cool. My, <laughs> <laughs> my next show is a pretty good jazz opening too, actually. Um, one that I've, I've, I've enjoyed so far. This is uh, ACCA 13. Uh, it's not the full title, but who can not sue something or other. Um, I, uh, I drafted this show hoping it was going to be, you know, a political, um, show that might have some sort of rebellion or, or some, uh, you know, whatnot. And, uh, it hasn't disappointed. It's pretty much turned out to be exactly what I expected it to be. And mm-hmm. even, um, even maybe even better in some ways. Uh, it surprised me a lot. I like the visual style a lot. It's, uh, it's very interesting. Um, I find myself kind of just, you know, saying, oh, to myself quite a bit as I watch this show with some of the little twists and turns that they throw in there and not much is developed yet in, in the beginning. Um, but I'm, I cannot wait to see, uh, where it goes because it looks like some, some interesting political dramas brewing, uh, potential overthrow of the government. And, um, did you see episode yeah. four yet? I haven't. No. Okay. Um, I, it, it, you will be very happy with what they do in that one. Cool. Yeah. Cause it, there's the first three episodes and I purposely didn't want to watch episode four because I figured I would give my first impression on the first three. And I had a feeling four was going to introduce something big because three kind of built it up. Um, and, uh, yeah, so that, that's good to hear because yeah, the first three have definitely been building very well, a a very good, uh, story arc, I think. So what do you think, JD? Now, one question I have about this series, um, and and this is me, I haven't seen any of it Mm -hmm. based on like their uniforms. It looks like a, like kind of like a totalitarian state. Is that what they're going for in the, in the show? Kinda. Yeah. Hmm. Um, yes and no. Yeah. Do they give a name to it? So the yeah. Go ahead, JD. So it's 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 more along the line of you have the single nation uh, that overlooks all of the thirteen territories. At one point in time, mm. all these territories were their own individual nation, but because they want they don't want war, uh, they didn't want war to break out and basically kill everybody. They go, okay, we're going to have this centralized government and one agency to investigate all the other nations and that's what aka acca is i see okay yeah. cool and this this main character gene otis is he's <laughs> i've heard two different perspectives on him one is he's boring has no character and he's a blank he's that blank slate character well i would disagree yeah me too i, Big I would say he's more along the line of he's laid back he uh he wants a simple life he doesn't want to get involved in the craziness of politics. He doesn't even like his job. He just does it so he can make money. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> nice. And he's always, so and, he always and he's always paid in cigarettes. <laughs> oh. 
He, get, he gets so like, like certain deals <laughs> done and so all the districts he goes is like, hey, if you give me a cigarette, I can, you know, maybe hook you up with other districts so you can increase your trade values. But I want those cigarettes because cigarettes are are uh, this this high commodity now. Only the richest yeah. people get get them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so there, it's, it says a lot about him as a character. Developing. Yeah, it yeah. really does. He um, has, a, he has a, a, an adorable sister. Who I I feel after those first three episodes something's gonna happen to her. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's blonde she's a, too. I, I, I know. I saw a picture of her and I was gonna be like, she's gonna make me watch this show. Oh well, yeah. She's a, she's a uh, she she plays a very good sister character, and they don't. The show does a good job of not focusing on too too many things at once, or focusing on elements that you don't care about. So in the case of Lotus, the sister. She's there to be his support. They they live together. She runs the place where he resides. She has her purpose in that. And and when the show gets there, so if he comes home, that's really when you see her. Uh, the character the character designs I love. I haven't seen something this. It, it's it's simplistic yet unique. Wouldn't you agree, Jeff? Oh yeah, big time. Um, I, I just the the overall style is very subdued. Um, and kind of. Uh, it's uh, it just seems to match the tone of the show a lot. It, the, the show could definitely be considered slow, I may, maybe to some people, but like you said, the, the storytelling to me is just perfect because it doesn't linger on any one thing for very long. And in fact, like I've already seen just in the first three episodes, they're developing so many different relationships between the characters that I find it's hard to even keep track sometimes of where one guy stands because these people are, some of these characters are so two-faced, they'll be smiling and um you know friendly with one character where who they're clearly doing it to just to get information and or to spy on them or whatever um for yeah, some the, other guy the, who's got political ambition or whatever so uh yeah it's it's, it's hard the, to keep track where everyone stands i think it's but that, i think that's where it's strong because you're not supposed to just know where they stand big time oh no i agree and that's that's I think it's very well written as a political drama. It's it, it's doing a great job. But of course, the like you said, the the pacing is slow. But that's I think that's just because of what it's doing and the fact that it's a political drama. You won't get that full sense if the pacing's fast. Oh yeah, everything no, will then yeah, become I... jarring, and you won't be able to follow it correctly. So if you're not into, I would say if you're not into uh, more dialogue heavy shows. Maybe trying to think of how things are going to unravel. Maybe get, develop your own opinion over the character and who they are. If you're not into a thinking anime, then the show's not going to be for you for sure. Mm-hmm. But if you're like me as a Gundam fan, there's those always dialogue. There's always politics involved. So this show is 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 in that sense the same. Yep. What what a turn off. <laughs> so far, this show has definitely nailed the, uh, as far as I'm concerned, the, the political come drama. Back, come back, I promise. Logan's the only one who thinks that way. No, stay away. I, I, I like the 8th MS team, I promise. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think you said it perfectly, JD. It's, um, it's, it's definitely a thinking show, though I haven't found it to be a chore to to follow. Um, no, not at all. Like, it's, it, all the dialogue is is interesting at the same time. There was even an episode where he thinks he's he develops a crush on a character, and they go out to dinner, and they they 
portray his feelings and inner dialogue in a certain way. That seems to be a theme with me this this season is is noticing the ma- the main male characters ha- ha- have or have not been given inner dialogue to portray mm. what they're going through. And <laughs> mm-hmm. as they're at dinner, she goes, "Well, I didn't really ask you here out on a date. Let's talk politics." And he and then he instantly put his, puts his hands on his forehead and goes, I'm, "I've been such a fool. How could I think this way?" <laughs> why would yeah. she why would she ever look at she is too good for me i can't like just just in that moment you're like yeah yeah been there I man <laughs> yeah right <laughs> yeah i love the fact that they gave him that um he's he's a total lightweight too like he'll have a glass of wine and he's drunk already yeah and, and, he, he, and he totally admits it as well it's great he's yeah. like no i can only have one drink it's it's fine <laughs> that's kind of refreshing in a male character usually that's the female characters who are <laughs> the who are the, yeah they're either full-on so. binge worthy of revy where they can drink a town <laughs> or they about. have a yeah. or they have a sip of anything and they're and they're smashed <laughs> <laughs> so yeah acca um or aka uh uh, this is my favorite show this season so it's, far. It's that my I'm favorite show as well, Jeff. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, let's move on to our next one. Uh, is uh, not sure who has this it one. It is mine. Gabriel dropped Logan. Yes. So this uh, is a straight up comedy um, slice of life show um, about an angel who descends to the human world to attend their school and learn more about human life i guess and gets hooked on net games and becomes a neat (laughs) (laughs) um and it's kind of the story about um how awful she is and her friend um rafi who is another angel that came down who is a total sadist And then the two actual good characters of the show, um, Satanya, who is like the uh, devil princess, demon princess or something like that, the underworld princess, and uh, Vine, um, a, another demon in training, who, you know, they're all in the same class, they all attend the same school. Um, it's it's a pretty funny show. Uh I'm not thrilled necessarily with uh, Gabriel as a character. <laughs> I think I think that's the point, point, though. She's she's supposed to yeah. be just a shitty person. She, yeah, she's just the worst. <laughs> <laughs> like that's awesome. Yeah, she has no redeeming qualities. Um, and it's just I think the funniest part of the show is that the two devils are the two nice characters, and the two angels are just like the scummiest human beings. <laughs> yeah. Scummiest characters ever. Um, yeah, uh, it, it's fun. It, it just really kind of throws you right into it uh, as well. Uh, they don't provide a lot of backstory. It's like you see um, Gabriel graduate from Angel Middle School or whatever. Um, and next thing you know, she's in the middle of class with a devil for a friend and her uh, former middle school uh, classmate there as well so who else is watching it you're watching this right carlos yeah yeah no it's uh it's definitely i mean it, i think it's based off a of manga and it feels like a four panel i'm not entirely sure if it's a four panel but um yeah so short little burst of story fun stuff um i i 
can honestly say that the 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 comedy hits home most of the time because it's i mean it's just i don't want to say typical stuff but like you know gabriel being like a hikigamori and well she starts out that way kind of uh says i don't want to say i guess kind of like tropey stuff like I, one of my favorite ones was she, what she say. She said, uh, "You actually want to go out in a crowd? Are you masochist?" <laughs> um, <laughs> and then you know, Rafi, uh, like you said, is she's this complete sadist, and like her kind of deal is she loves to mess with Satanya, which I think is hilarious. <laughs> I feel so bad uh, for Satanya. Yeah, she's <laughs> she's such a jerk, though. Yeah, because the stuff she does is just mean. Um, Satanya is such a saint. She's such a kind-hearted devil. <laughs> yeah well, that, that's the best part too is that she's like oh yeah i'm the best i'm gonna be an arch demon i'm gonna be the best at you know being bad and all this stuff and like the one of the first times you meet her um uh, uh she sees uh gabriel like litter uh-huh. and, and she's like no you're not supposed to do that <laughs> you're an angel <laughs> You don't wither. <laughs> so she's trying to like out devil the angels. Yeah. I love like, you know, she picked up that ball or whatever and put it in recycling and she was like, oh yeah, I put the cap on the ball and put it in the recycling. Such a rebel. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Didn't separate the, the waste. So there, I mean, there's, there's not, there's not a whole lot there, but if you're looking like this show is, I'm, I'm sure it's, it's the same for you. Like this show is for me, like, like the kind of release show. Like if, come home from uh from school or work or whatever and sit down and you're just like all right i'm gonna watch something fun <laughs> or you just got done watching something like show like it's really heavy so i'm like all right i need something funny yeah yeah it's it's fun mm-hmm. and they do good stuff with the jokes and when they repeat the jokes like with you know rafi making fun of satani all the time they kind of mix things up which is you know it's not always success for for Rafi, like, um, when she makes Satania or tricks Satania into eating, like, the super spicy uh, right. donut or whatever it was. And Satania has, like, no sense of taste. So she's like, oh, yeah, this is great. Thank you. <laughs> it's she's, like she's a devil. Of course yeah. she's fine with spicy food. <laughs> and Rafi's just distraught that her plan failed. But, like, some of them are just, like, in this last episode, there's they're discussing, like, near Satania, they're discussing them, their, like, their plans oh to God. go to the beach. And they Savage. want to invite, yeah, they want to invite Satania, the Gabriel and, well, not so much Gabriel, but uh, Vina wants to, to invite her. And Rafi, like, is like, I'll invite her, I'll invite her. And so she goes and walks over and says, hey, we're planning a beach trip. That's all. <laughs> like, we're not inviting you. <laughs> so, sure. Yeah. <laughs> But of course, Satania? You know, so, Satania has sounds fun. cute though. Yeah, yeah, it's it's fun. Um, I think I was ex- hope not not expecting, just hoping for a little more out of it. Um, there's I've seen a lot of comparisons to like uh, Umaru um, as a show, and I found Umaru to be I think more my kind of humor than this, but it's still fun. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. All right. Oh, sounds good. Let's see. Well, um, from angels and demons onto the uh, bikes. <laughs> <laughs> no oh, good God. way to, to segue that. <laughs> good, good question. Bikes? <laughs> I think that's what they ride. Yeah, it's the third season of Yo Mushi Pedal, Yo Pedal New Generation. And it takes place immediately after... 
the the second series, second season. <clears throat> um, literally, no time okay. has passed in between the show, so it jumps right into the timeline. And but it takes it took three episodes for the show to finally start hitting its hitting its stride. Well, the the first two episodes was was kind of like relief over the previous season. It was just okay. We're we're tired. Uh, a slow kind of not introduction, but more of a transition into uh, characters leaving. Um, which they ha- they handled fairly well, and the 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 new the new characters, but it's it's characters we already knew about, so it's because the first season focuses on Anoda and and the the two other guys as freshmen, their first years, and then the third years are now on their way out, so the second years are taking over as the mm-hmm. as the as the senior senpais. Um, I feel that as the show goes on, we're going to be introduced to new first years, perhaps. Um, and, uh, maybe the team's now going to take their next step into another competition. Uh, they have to now uphold their own, uh, their own pedestal. They they have to stay high on the pedestal from what previously happened. Mm -hmm. And even the, what they've done, what they've also done is they haven't just done it with the main school, you know, the school Anoda goes to it's, they're also doing a transition of, of new characters through the other schools, the rival schools. So that's, that's really good. Uh, there was, there was a race in episode three. Uh, it finishes the race in four. So that it's, it's developed now new rivalries with the same characters over this transition. So it's, it's done well. It did take three episodes to, to finally become interesting. Cause it was, like I said, the, the transition of season two to season three. So those first two episodes are kind of, eh, but it's, yeah. it, it does serve a purpose. Cool. I watched a bit of the the first season of the show, and I did enjoy it. Um, I I, I like the character. Uh, I like the whole otaku, you know, <laughs> bike, you know, getting into biking thing. And um, I had just, I think they were just about to go on to their first like tournament when I stopped watching. Um, but it's good to hear that it's it's kind of continued to be pretty solid. Yeah, it really hasn't uh, missed a beat. Um, the, the new characters is refreshing. That's kind of what I was hoping for. And it's, it's done that, uh, it's going to be 25 episodes. So another, I, I seem to p- be picking the shows that never end, <laughs> right. uh, but that's okay. Um, it'll, it'll happen. Uh, I expected it to run long. It's, it's your pedal. So I'll be, I'll be looking forward to seeing where the, where the team goes, new rivals come in. Maybe we'll get another guy who works out and names his pecs. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, there's there's a yeah, there's a I, new I character. I got graced. the The new character they introduced is this like six foot six, sixteen year old who rides a bike and he's obsessed with music. He's got a teardrop like tattoo on his under his right eye. The hell he go oh to prison? That's, that's, yeah, it's kind of the joke. It's, it, I think it's supposed to be a musical note of some kind, but it looks like it's like man, he's killed somebody <laughs> on the on the racing course. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Uh, that's kind of it's, funny. It's, yeah, it's pretty. Yeah, it's pretty dumb, but yeah, I, I like it. It's entertaining. It's it's more yo pedal. It's exactly what we're what the fans were hoping for. I feel, and I'll be continuing watching mm-hmm. it with with the nice Sunday day fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a show. It's going to go on for a long time. There, it's pretty popular from from what I understand, especially when we're in oh, Japan. It's immensely popular. So. Uh, it might overtake Haiku because uh, there's no Haiku this season, Logan. 
It's a real shame. <laughs> so it's a real shame. You sound you sound like you're gonna break out in tears over that. I might. <laughs> I'm legit depressed now. Thanks. <laughs> oh, just watch. Well, that just means you have to watch Yoa Pedal. Nah, nah. I'll stick with this next show that we're gonna talk about. All right. Yeah, moving forward yeah. from from depressing to to much much more happy. Interviews with Monster Girls was uh, one of my shows. Um, follows a high school teacher as he tries to learn the ins and outs of three of his students and I guess one of the, the, the teachers. Yep. Uh, in this world, there are Monster Girls. Uh, humanity is fine with it, but they are kind of few and far between. Um. And this teacher, uh, Tetsuo Takahashi, uh, is interested in learning more about them. And week to week, we get a little more about each of them. Uh, there is uh, Yuki, a snow woman. Um, Kyoko Machi. Well, they usually just call her Machi. I'm not used to calling her Kyoko. Um, who is a uh, Dulahan. And Hikari, who is a vampire. Oh, and uh, the teacher is Saki Sato, who is a succubus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's um i was expecting kind of the same humor for like like gabriel gabriel dropout is giving us you know like the four panel real short little stories and we're kind of getting that to an extent but at the same time there's progression like each of the girls is starting to get over their um their hang-ups about being demis uh, they call that's what they call monster girls or monster people uh, being demis in a in a human high school, uh, he's helping them figure out uh, stuff about themselves. Like it, I, a lot of people, I've I've seen some kind of not hatred but dislike of the show because everyone's like, oh, it's like a harem with this perverted teacher, and he's like, he's not really though. He <laughs> seems like like a really really good guy, like yeah, uh, like, real concerned like, about mm -hmm. his students, yeah. Um. And he, like, week to week, just, like, for example, I guess kind of spoilery, but not really. He, he helps this, the snow girl, Yuki, he helps her figure out uh, something that goes on with her body. I won't spoil anything, but uh, through research. Yeah. Um, and I think it's pretty cool the way they, they portray it. And especially uh, the way they portray the succubus is my favorite because she's not, like, some... It's not a traditional like, succubus depiction. Exactly. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like not like a like a man killer, like a all super she thinks sexual, about sex. Yeah. yeah. She's trying her best to downplay her sexuality. Because she thinks she feels that that, that isn't true love. And yeah. so she dresses really drab and, and all that stuff. Tracks uh, plus, hmm. pull back hair. Right. There's and there's there's some interesting <laughs> romance She's got elements. Glasses and a ponytail. <laughs> there's also some interesting romance <laughs> elements uh, between oh uh, her and uh, Tetsuo or Tetsuto, Tetsuo, Tetsuo, Tetsuo. and um, and surprisingly Machi. Uh, what do you yeah. think, Logan? I know that uh, you're enjoying that aspect of it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, in my opinion, this is the best show of the season. Um, so sounds like not another teen movie, but an anime. <laughs> no, I haven't seen another teen movie. Um, it's, Don't waste it's, your time. Okay. Oh, come good. on. It's yeah. hilarious. <laughs> Disagree. <laughs> oh, it was the greatest thing when I was in high school. <laughs> um, um, yeah. It, I think the the show um, 
strikes a a wonderful balance between the comedic elements and the more heavy not drama topics but you know more kind of like the the personal side of things um i like that uh takahashi the the teacher is you know you know people may say that this feels like a harem and i can understand that but his motives have nothing to do with you know romantic interest necessarily um it's all about helping these students of his because we actually don't know how old he is i mean they make it sound like he's an old dude like i'm thinking probably like 40 35 40 something like that um it's probably 29 because that's what anime portrays old people as (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah 29 yeah that's once you reach 30 it's all over sorry guys um but uh damn it yeah it's gonna be okay we'll walk you walk you through life um oh no (laughs) um but it's just every week I, you know, I I get a good amount of laughs and I feel um, like a fulfilling sense of accomplishment as he's able to help these girls out with navigating school life and personal life and all that. Um, so is this like, uh, like I'm getting like from listening to you guys talk about it, um, I know assassination classroom, I kind of liked to great teacher Onizuka in a way, like a teacher who's helping out his students in a classroom setting. Is this kind of like that way with monster girls? Is less the ridiculous. Okay. <laughs> like take the ridiculous meter from 11 to like four. <laughs> I mean, okay. So it's a little more serious then. It's not as much of a goofy comedy. Yeah. 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 I mean, there's, there's goofy okay. stuff that happens, mm-hmm. but it, it's nowhere near the level of Onizuka, or and especially <laughs> nowhere near the level of Assassination Classroom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. Cool. Mm-hmm. Huh. That definitely, uh, definitely sounds cute. I um, I don't know. I was expecting something different, I guess, from it. It sounded like it was a little more of like a. It's interesting uh, too because they kind of go into the biology of 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 the students, uh, like with the Dulahan and how she eats, and like there's an episode where. Uh, like, I won't spoil it, but like the, the teacher's carrying her head and she gets motion sick because she's not used to bouncing around uh, because she's, she's able to hold her own head normally. Um, what was he bouncing her head like a basketball? (laughs) Well, he's just, he's just, it's, um, he's moving his, yeah. When you walk, you naturally, um, move your arms in a certain way. Um, but when you're, you know, holding something that needs to be held steady, you have to concentrate more on holding it steady. Oh, so mm-hmm. her mind is thinking the body's moving, but the body's not. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's it's uh, like a sensory thing. And, yeah, or yeah, like yeah. The, the succubus, like uh, how when she, she tries to avoid contact with anybody. And this is, this is the one time it ever got any kind of sexual. And this is not saying much because it really, nothing happened. But she touches uh, Takahashi's hand and... She gets really afraid because whenever she touches somebody, they immediately have like lustful feelings or whatever. Yeah. Like- um, and but he holds himself together, and she's thinking, "Oh, he must not have terribly high sexual urges." And this is when she starts to fall for him, the like a teacher-teacher thing. And then you see him like run around the corner, and he's like holding his chest. Yeah. He's like, "Holy shit!" His knees are shaking. He's like yeah. <laughs> falling apart around the corner. Um, it's really good. I, <laughs> you know, end game. I'm hoping that something blossoms between those two because 
Yeah, same uh, here. But the I teacher's like, the like 40. That they have. But they're both teachers. Yeah, but they're both teachers. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah the yeah, succubus yeah. is a teacher. Yeah, okay, yeah. I didn't know that. And she's like 30, if I remember correctly. She, uh, no, she's like 26. Yeah, mid-20s. Yeah. Oh, so old. Well, <laughs> yeah, it, it kills it because there was the, her episode. She does like, she's like washing her hair and like in the shower and her monologuing about how uh, if she hasn't had a serious relationship yet, the marriage is out of the question. I'm like, you're 26. <laughs> yeah, you're over, man. It's over. Jesus it. Christ. <laughs> uh, oh, I loved the I love the emphasis there, yeah. Carlos. Oh, sorry, you're right. I turned 29. I'm, I'm actually, like this life year. is over. <laughs> um, no, anime, anime. They, they. I think it's a Japanese thing, a cultural thing. It's like, you know, like, yeah, like 30 years old, especially for women. I think um, once they hit 30, they're just like, yeah, <laughs> they're past their prime. Yeah. They shouldn't have picked the bad so. boy when they were in their teenage years. <laughs> they should have picked. Uh, should have picked the guy who studied for a living. <laughs> Yeah, me. Right. Uh, yeah, not no, bitter. I, I think it's, it's a really good show. <laughs> Everyone should definitely give it a chance. Yeah, um, it's it's fun. And uh, yeah, to- cool. Totally worth it. Um, awesome. Well, so we're on to uh, to me again with uh with a show that is a very different show than what you guys just had and talked about in Chain Chronicle. Um, fantasy. I picked it basically based on the fact that it's, you know, a fantasy show and we don't get too many of those. Um, I, so far I'm not really blown away by it. Um, the character designs are nice in the show, but the animation, it seems kind of janky as, um, it, I, it just, nothing seems very fluid to me. Ooh, I would actually, none disagree. of the characters. Yeah. Really? Are you watching the movie version? Of yes. It? And that's where the TV version okay. differs. Okay. Uh, I, I planned on watching both of them, but, um, and I, I, I don't know. Um, so far I just haven't, nothing seems to have happened. That's kind of, kind of gripped me. So, uh, you might have to take it away with that. Cause if you, if you have more to say about it, then that's kind of it for me. Yeah. So I was trying to look for differences, uh, between the, cause what's happening is it's a movie trilogy and they've split mm-hmm. each movie into four episodes. Of 20 minutes. Okay. And what ha- what's happening is they're releasing four episodes of a movie out before the TV show. So th- so originally, part the, the first movie came out in December. One Episodes one through four of the movie. And then, mm-hmm. over the course of the last four weeks, the TV version of those movie, the, the movies are coming out. And I think that's yeah. a, that's what's going to happen with a license. So the movies are going to come out. And then once all the TV episodes have come out, this is, I, this is based on absolutely nothing. It's just a feeling I have is what's going to happen with the license. And uh, what I've read off of uh, Anime News Network is once, once the mm-hmm. TV show has reached their 12 episodes, the movies are going to uh, be um, taken off Crunchyroll. And... They're only they're going to be sold on Funimation because Funimation owns the license. The anime, the, okay. the 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 CG and the backgrounds, um, as opposed to Chain Chronicle, is extremely fluid in which you cannot tell really what's CG and what's what's not. In that sense, it's it's excellent. That's, the animation's fantastic. That's the movie version. And now, when you watch the TV version. 
I think they had to lower the quality just for the TV version. And that's where it kind of when you, it happens when they transition between scenes, it's almost like it has to catch up. Okay. Yeah. So maybe, maybe I'm wasting my time with the TV version. Then I need to just watch the movie version. I don't know why they're yeah, doing and, both. And they're shot um, for shot the same thing. Nothing's changed. It's just, it's just that, that sense of quality is, is kind of different. Um, hmm. Now okay. for the show itself, uh, it takes place directly after a major battle. So your first episode, mm-hmm. you're you're put into this major battle and they lose, and right. then uh, the whole show is them trying the main character Yuri uh, trying to get this band of people back together for a second try at the Dark King. Um, as as a as plot wise, it's almost like you're playing a Fire Emblem game. Um, I mean, the show's based off a mobile game. Uh, the, the, you have no because it takes place after what's what's supposed to be. You would think the first episode is the last episode of a previous season. <laughs> yeah, that's what it feels like. And there's no, like, they don't take any time to really get you to feel their plight. You know, you just kind of see them get beat up. And then um, you're supposed to just root for them, I guess. And that's kind of where I'm not interested yeah, you, you have in no, these characters. I mean, the action can be great. The animation can be fantastic. But if you don't care about the characters... You have no reason. You have no. You're given no reason to care about the characters other than Yuri, which is the main one. He's the only one that you really right. get any sense of who he is. And then they introduce this other character named Aram, who I guess he's transitioning into the savior of this of this part of the game. Mm. And he straight he dresses like he's straight up uh, out of Assassin's Creed. <laughs> yeah, there's yeah. even a joke where yeah. he, he runs up a tower and in with his eagle hood on. <laughs> um but all even all the character designs are very are very standard there's nothing interesting about them you have you have an archer who looks like robin hood you have uh, a dark mage who has boobs for days um you have a a, a giant armor character who's serious i mean it it, it, when i whenever i was i've watched eight episodes of the show the two the first two movie movies that have come out and I just want to play Fire Emblem or something more. I don't want to. I have no interest in continuing the show. There's no reason for it. Eight episodes in, and, and I'm still like, why should I care about these characters? Why, why should I care about their struggle uh-huh. to fight again? I already know they lost, and they're probably going to win this time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, that. I mean, you're eight episodes in, and it's interesting to hear that you have the same feeling that I had still eight episodes later. Um, that's disappointing that they don't pull something together. Yeah, I mean, the action scenes but, uh, are fantastic. That's that's great. I like the battles, but if I already know what's going to happen at the end, why should I care? Mm-hmm. And the show doesn't do a very good job of that at all. It's it's well, thanks, JD, for giving me a lot to look forward at best. to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we got we got, we got we got Maybe I'll find something. That... <laughs> um. Yeah, I'm going to keep going with it. I'll, I'll start. Maybe I'll pick up where I left off with the movie. Uh, yeah, start watching the movie versions. For... They're they're much better. Uh, there's nothing okay. different about the TV version other than a slightly lower quality. <laughs> yeah, that's a shame that that I, I don't know. Yeah. I guess I just chose the wrong thing. But um, cool. Well, yeah, Chain Chronicle. That's about that's about all there is to it. Um, hopefully it gets better. Uh, episode nine. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I won't be continuing it myself. 
Yeah, so. I hope I'll, I'll try to keep with it. But if it if it doesn't get better by episode eight, then chances are I'm gonna end up dropping this one. So we'll see. But I'll make my own judgment. Yeah, it's your show. <laughs> <laughs> um, cool. So uh, that's Chain Chronicle. Okay. Uh, the next one up is Sayren, uh, which was my pick. Um, it is a um, kind of a a different take on a dating sim type of uh, anime where instead of all of the girls, you know, forming some sort of harem, um, we get a small arc for each of them. There's three total. Um, each get four episodes. Uh, we have seen the complete arc of the first girl, um, Suneki, and we um, just got the first episode of the second girl, uh, which is like, I can't remember her name now. Miyamai Toru. Yeah, Miyamai Toru. Um, it's it's okay. Um, if you've seen Amagami SS, um, I think this is kind of a poor man's version of that. Um, <laughs> not saying that it's bad, it's just not as good. Um, though I think Suneki is definitely one of the best characters or I shouldn't say best cutest characters out of the whole lot, including um, Amigami SS. Hmm. It's just kind of a shame that uh, they kind of wasted her potential because I, I loved where the arc was going, um, mm-hmm. but the conclusion to her arc was supremely somewhat, disappointing. Yeah. So, somewhat puzzling and very kind of just uh, uh, unfulfilling. Mm-hmm. But, I don't know. I mean, if you like romance, if you like uh, cute girls who don't act like normal anime characters, I think this is definitely a, uh, a show to check out. Um, the problem I'm having with it, and I think the problem a lot of the community is having with it, from what I've heard from people who watch it, is that the protagonist is just awful. <laughs> he's not interesting to watch. He's, he's super wishy-washy. And I mean, like... This is normal for harems and somewhat for romance, but like to his degree, it's just annoying. <laughs> I don't have a problem with him. I think I he's can't fine. stand him. Yeah. Is he suffering from blank slate character syndrome? <laughs> um, he's di- he actually kind of. What's no. interesting to me is he seems different from last uh, last arc to this one. Like we've only had the first episode of of the second arc, but he seems a little different, don't you think? Yeah, like he now, seems... now he's like a mega gamer or whatever. Well, I think he was always a gamer, but we're just getting to see a different side of him because he didn't necessarily go, you know, the, or things are different than how they were in the first arc. He didn't go to that training camp or whatever for whatever reasons. So now he's, yeah, now he's like uber gamer with his friends, and they're all playing these god awful looking games. Yeah, what's um, the, what the hell's the deer thing? That's so weird. It's so bizarre. <laughs> They're playing this game where they're like deers and they have to kill poachers or whatever and they level up their deer and they have equipment for their deer. It's so like, stupid some, looking. Some sort of weird... This sounds like an amazing uh, game. I mean, think about it. You, could, <laughs> you, you can evolve your deer into a moose. <laughs> <laughs> Only a Canadian would be excited about that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, That's awesome. No, it... it and then they, they play another game where they're like anthropomorphized animals and it kind of looks like a 
almost a, a Monster Hunter ripoff, but not really. Um, and now uh, him and the the newest girl are doing the uh, like like a tandem co op PvP yeah, arcade called, game. It's called Gus Gal. Gus Gal. And I thought for sure it was gonna be Gun Gal. Oh yeah, um, me too. Gal it turned out to be some mech. No, it looks some like mech, some sort something. of something. Uh, Gundam ripoff. Yeah. Um. So it's 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 a bizarre show. Um. I think there's laughs to be had watching it, whether for good or bad. And uh, I don't know. I enjoy the hmm. format of the show a lot, so I'm going to stick around with it for sure. Are you af- yeah. are you afraid of how each arc is going to end, similar to the no. first one? No. No, I mean there there are arcs in I'm I'm sure Logan could back me up with there are arcs in Amagami that I was like meh, but I mean it yeah. didn't affect the whole show. The whole show was still good. Yeah, and that's the nice thing about the style of show is that one arc doesn't dictate the the show as a whole. Mm-hmm. Um, For sure, because it's like a it's it's like you get three shows in one. Mm-hmm. It's it's a refresh. So, is this but you still have to look at one? it as a show as a whole though. When you when it all comes yeah, down when to it's it. all said and done, yeah. but you know I'm not going to completely write off a show because one arc was not necessarily finished how I would have liked it to. Yeah, I it, to see the whole thing. It, it'd be like saying Ah, Ronnie Kenshin was garbage because the third the third arc was meh or it the third season. Exist. I should say. There's a difference. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, as far as the length of the show, I'm pretty sure it's just one core. Uh, oh, 12, 12 well, there, there's going to have to be a second season then because there's more girls if I yeah. remember correctly um, I hope so I mean the the original Amagami was 24 episodes but uh, I, I don't know maybe they're just testing the water to see how this kind of thing is uh, received again right because right I don't see a lot of people talking about Amagami which is a shame because it's really it's a good show eh, I would disagree <laughs> but okay <laughs> you know you're entitled to your opinion even if it's wrong but, you know that's okay all right maybe i just have better taste Ooh. Uh, probably. <laughs> nah, you, know. oh, you, you like gundam strong disagree yeah <laughs> oh no. Uh, oh no please come back I, i'm sorry I, like I do like gundam don't leave the podcast don't turn us off i like the MS team i just don't like wing or the original <laughs> Cool. Well, there I like um, a franchise that's carried anime since the seventies. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, this next one, who's, who's show is this next one? It's Carlos's. It's mine. Uh, I got uh, Urara uh, Merocho. Merocho, yeah. Merocho, yeah. Uh, it's uh, it's kind of like Gabriel Dropout. It's another. It's a show about four girls that are training to be Uraras, which are essentially, from what I can gather, fortune tellers. Uh, and they, I, I immediately, like, when I started watching this, I'm like, oh, so it's like, a, like, there's this whole city where they train, and they, like, as they get better at being Uraras, they, they gain access to higher levels of the inner, uh, the city. And the first thing I thought when I saw that was, I would kill, I would, I would kill somebody to find out that the highest level is like Miss Cleo. Anybody remember that? Miss Cleo from the 90s, no. the fucking the 900 number that you called for, oh, for tarot card yeah. readings? Call me now. Like Call that, me I now. Would, I am yeah. Miss Cleo. I will tell yeah. you your future. Yeah, and the, the one who got totally debunked on air. Yeah, no. Uh, but, like, so, yeah, essentially, it's just like, it's like tarot card readings or 
I think like one of the latest episodes, they were learning how to how to tell someone's personality by the moles on their body. Mm-hmm. It's it's silly. It's cute. It, but there's there's not a really whole lot to it. There yeah. is a little bit of an overarching storyline with the main character Chia, because yeah. she's she's like I don't know, like they call her a feral child, so she's kind of like this Tarzan type entity. She grew up in the forest, yeah, with like this guardian chick who we haven't met. All and we ever see is like the back of the guardian chick's hat. Yeah, her braid. Yeah, um, and she lived with animals and slept in trees. She gets this. Like she gets like a notice that she's been invited to the city to learn how to be an Udara. Uh but and and that her mom is somewhere in the city. And so in one of the episodes, kind of spoilery, not really, but she she thinks about jumping the wall to go to the next area, but like a guard tells her, "No, don't do that. I'll have to kick you out. You know, please just continue with your training, and eventually you'll meet your mom." But other than that. And, like, the, the few hang-ups of the other characters, uh, like, uh, there's a character, Nono, who's not really good at talking with people, uh, Kome, the, like, the rich girl who kind of wants to know what it's like to have a family, like, sisters, like, siblings. Um, Kone is, like, Kone's smart. Best girl. Yeah, well, I agree. She's great. But she's, like, she doesn't really, I can't really think of many hang-ups. She's just, like, she's, like, the smart girl. Uh, <laughs> she's the, if you're gonna assign her kind of a trope, she's the one that Whenever a little bit of skin shows, she says uh, she can't get married now. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, she's she's the straight man essentially. Yeah, like whenever essentially. everyone else is being like silly, she's the she's the voice of reason. Yeah. Uh, but Mary showed, showed some skin last night and just never get married now. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just had one too many. Well, drinks. It's, different. <laughs> it's different if you're a man. Um, yeah. But yeah, there's so it, every episode is just them learning something new about fortune telling and nothing really seems to be happening. Like yeah. the comedy's on point for me. I think it's funny. I think it's like the, the cute points are cute, but if you're looking for serious storyline, you're going to want to look elsewhere. Yeah, I found the, the first few episodes to be quite uninteresting um, <laughs> as a whole. Um, and I find the, the main girl to be a little annoying with her overly ganky, I uh, see. I love. I loved her in the first episode because, like, you know, she comes to the city. She, she yeah. comes to the city as like oh a girl God, raised by animals. Whole, the whole belly thing. Yeah, yeah. Like animals uh, say they're sorry by showing their belly, so she's running yeah. around the city like showing her belly With to people that she runs up. into. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, it's an interesting way but, to do that. Let's try doing that yeah. in, uh, at a soccer con. <laughs> you guys don't want to see my stomach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me either. Um, that's a good way to get kicked out of the uh, convention. Too. Uh, um, I love your cosplay. I'm so sorry. I treated you that way. You lift up your shirt and start rubbing your belly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the person, the person would, would would look at me and be like, "Oh, so you're cosplaying a gorilla?" It's like, "Oh, all right, well, oh, I yeah, feel bad." Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's a fun show. It's a cute show. Um, not a whole lot of substance there, but like Gabriel Dropout, it's that show that you will go to when you just need a little. Something light and fluffy, something mm-hmm. happy, something cute and fun. It's, it's also unfortunate, but it's it's for those of you uh, out there looking for something to, to watch legitimately, this is only on the Anime Network, so I had to get a subscription to the damn Anime Network. Yeah. Um, Sendai Filmworks, I don't really like your, <laughs> your I love I love your box sets. I love your Blu-ray releases. I don't like your network. <laughs> 
it's not it's not really, really very streamlined. The players are right, but they do I the like Funimation. The like here, we have to have our little logo on everything, so every screenshot you take says the Anime Network on it. Yeah. Uh, I can't remove subtitles, so I can take screenshots. Yeah, that is frustrating. Um, that's okay. I mean, they give a two week free trial, so you know, maybe wait till the end of the season and give that a go because it's a fun show and. Uh, yeah. Cool. All right. Um, how about we talk about uh, people stripping each other in the streets of Tokyo? <laughs> that sounds like fun to me. Oh, boy. Yeah. We're at our first round of uh, shows drafted now, so this is all the stuff that we figured was the best of the season a few weeks ago, a month ago, two months ago, whatever it was. Um <laughs> Akiba's trip uh, was was my first pick for this uh, season, and um, it hasn't disappointed. It's been pretty much exactly what I expected it to be. I, are we all watching this? Absolutely, I am at least. Yeah. Um, Logan, are you watching it or no? Uh, yeah, I'm an, uh, an episode behind though. Cool. I've been trying to watch it, um, and that's lagging a little bit. the The show doesn't follow the game um, as much. Yeah, you know, the storyline's pretty pretty much the same and it seems to kind of the story plays out kind of like the game in a way um but the characters are different uh essentially there's like this cult of vampires that are trying to take over akihabara um the anime district in tokyo for those who don't know what that is and um see they but they don't even describe them as vampires no they're they're kind of in the in the show they're kind of in the game, they're vampire. They they say they're vampires essentially, but yeah. In the uh, in the show, it's like they're like these kind of undead gremlin things. things. Yeah. yeah, like gremlin gremlin they monsters. Call them, uh, and some of bugged them, ones. Yeah, bugged ones. Bugged ones, right? And there's like the mid bosses. Like some people, for whatever reason, have more potential as a bugged one, and um, they they're like the like I said, like mid bosses or, or bosses of them, and. Um, then the low, the lower ones are depicted as just these little like shadow men, <laughs> and uh, so yeah. Then and, and the guy, uh, the main character, Kage. His name is yeah. Um, oh wait, no, it's uh. Oh, I'm sorry, wrong guy. Uh, Tom- Tomatsu, Tomatsu yeah. right? Tomatsu. He um is just your normal everyday otaku who you know doesn't have a job but still wants to support his incredibly uh, expensive <laughs> habit, and um. He finds himself pretty much almost dead, and uh, uh, Matome, who is one of the, she's kind of got the powers of the bugged ones, but she's fighting for good. Um, she like brings him back to life and makes him uh, the same. So, um, and now they're fighting, the, trying to fight the bugged ones out of Tokyo, and trying, and in order to defeat them, you must rip their clothes off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> um. One of the things about the show that I found kind of funny is it almost seems like each episode has been dictated by whatever like promotional uh, like commercial industry is paying them for that episode. Um, a lot of the storyline seems to be based around whatever idol group they're showcasing or uh, whatever product or your. I think they're at a Hardee's in one of the episodes eating burgers. Yeah. And, um, I mean, <laughs> Carl's Jr. So, yeah. Carl's like Jr. Coasters, that's what yeah. yeah. Well, it, it's <laughs> in the anime, it's Carl's Jr. as well. Yes, yes, it is. Didn't they play Street um, Fighter 
in yeah, an this episode last episode. Street, God, they, they played Street Fighter yeah. 2, 5, and then I'm pretty sure that last screen was Ghost and Goblin. So Capcom, way to go. <laughs> Getting the word out there. Exactly. <laughs> so it's a very, it, it, there's clearly a lot of, um, there's a, there must be a lot of deals going on with, with uh, commercializing the show. Um, different different businesses and stuff um and at the end they showcase different idol groups and they also appear to have some some input on the storyline of each episode but uh the show's been fun it's it's funny the characters are totally up off the wall and goofy um i really like arisa's accent (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, the little sister isn't nearly as cool as the one in the game but she's cute um yeah, yeah, I'm enjoying the show. What do you guys think? Uh, it's it's real episodic, but that was what I was expecting. Like you said, um, mm-hmm. I was surprised about the the products, but it doesn't really hurt the show for me. Um, no, it doesn't hurt it. I think they they do a it's... good job shoehorning them in and not making it too terribly like here. Let's take a break for a commercial type stuff. Right. Uh, I was. Uh, I, I'm interested in how much like uh, anime and game stuff they're putting in there, like the that pool that they go to during yeah, the idol episode. episode. Yeah. I'm like, that's in a lot of stuff. So, yeah. the more <laughs> most of yeah, most of it, most of it, very hentai porn related. Um, <laughs> that, was the, yeah, that was the whole premise of that episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I'm just surprised that they like that uh, they put it in there. I'm surprised at, at how many. I guess licenses they had to put in there. Um, I didn't actually know that. Is that like a famous pool in, in Akihabara? I I guess I don't watch enough of that stuff. So. I I don't know if it's actually <laughs> in Akihabara, but it is a pretty famous pool. A lot of really? a lot of people or a lot of uh, how do you say like grab grab like models. A lot of models go uh, there and grab viewer. However you say that shit. And then there's also you know porn that's shot there. So. And there's hentai oh, that are okay. that are drawn in that specific space. Um, Interesting. Yeah, it's a famous. Okay. Book. And then there's uh, <laughs> what do you call it? Uh, I, I think it's interesting that Tomatsu, instead of being like your typical otaku who's like just into anime and whatnot, he's into like older tech, like that's his thing, and it's specifically like mostly audio. So I thought that was see that was kind of one of the things though that I felt like his the whole audio obsession that he got himself into almost seemed like that was part of the whole yeah like, merging with the product uh-huh. placement thing I really um, for that episode I didn't like that at all I thought it was that was one of my yeah that was one of my biggest problems with the whole that is that was where I started to run into an issue I think with the product placement because it seemed kind of like all of a sudden he became a total audiophile. And, <laughs> just like yeah yeah um and it all seemed kind of like to promote the whole like um i don't know i don't know if they actually mentioned any audio brands i think they did Mm -hmm. um if they did they were japanese ones that i didn't really understand like what the deal with them was and he i'm not sure if they go anymore sound system yeah, and it basically goes broke and has to get a job to pay for all of the uh, audio that he just went into massive amounts of debt to buy. I, um, I thought that that's actually what made me laugh, though, is that he 
like the whole thing starts off with his, you know, loving idol music. And then he wants to have like the idol concert experience at home. So he buys all this stuff. And like his conclusion is just, ah, nope, it's better life. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah. I, I didn't bother me as, as far as it actually took away from my enjoyment of the show, but um, it did feel shoehorned for me. Um, so, uh, but still the, the show, the show shouldn't be taken seriously at all. No, absolutely it, not. It, it's, it, it is a kickback and, and just enjoy the ridiculousness of it all. And if you don't enjoy it, then, you know, don't watch it. But for the <laughs> most part so far, it's been enjoyable enough each episode to keep me coming back. So anything else to add guys? Mm, I think the main character's lame and boring. If we're talking about lame and boring characters this episode. Lame and boring characters. <laughs> I, I feel like I'm alone in that opinion, so I think he's yeah, he's kind of annoying, him. but he, it doesn't bother me to the point where I'd stop watching. Yeah. yeah. No, he hasn't he's been kind of whatever character, yeah, but not not so much an annoying um that he's actually bothered me so far. Yeah. The only reason I'm watching is because of uh Arisa. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like her. I'm kind of wondering, I don't know, because I'm, I'm a little behind on the show as well, but uh, I don't know if they reveal that she's also, uh, no, I, don't tell me if they do anyway, but um, she seems to be physically uh, gifted. Uh, I think that's just the joke, as, is that she's like, just like a ridiculously strong guy, Gene. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was thinking that too, but I didn't know if they were going to maybe throw in all of a sudden. We go, well, she doesn't have that glowy hair thing, so I guess she can't be. Um... Well, yeah, that, that's, that was in the first episode, was that uh, mm. uh, the main girl thought that Arisa was uh, a bugged one, and so they started fighting, because right. she was, like, retarded strong, but, like... Right. Um, you know. That's true, yeah. They did talk about that in the first mm. episode, now that you mentioned she's just She's just, like, ridiculously strong, for whatever reason. Right. She's a gaijin, and all gaijin are ridiculously yeah. strong. <laughs> and blonde. Yes. And blonde and tall and well endowed. Anyway, on to the next show. Speaking of blonde and well endowed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, the next one on the list here was my number one pick for the season, and that is Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid. Um, and the premise of this one is uh, one night Miss uh, Kobayashi gets extremely drunk and wanders into the <laughs> forest mountains by her apartment and comes across a dragon with a sword in it and I guess talks to the dragon uh, throughout the night and invites her in her drunken state to come live with her. Um, and so feeling obligated to uphold that um, invitation that she gave to uh, Toru, this dragon, um, Toru starts living with uh, Kobayashi as her live-in maid. So this is basically what happened the last time I got drunk, guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you invited a dragon over. Right? Yeah, nice. yeah. It didn't last. It didn't last long. But you know, I mean, this is this. I don't. I, I think that this show suffers from its originality, basically. You know, because this. <laughs> I know this is a very. This is a typical thing that happens to people when they get drunk, because right. they pull swords <laughs> out of dragons, right? I need, I need <laughs> to yourself. Never yeah, struggle is real. <laughs> uh, oh God. It's it, it's it's a really good show. It's uh, done by uh, Kyoto Animation, um, so the uh, animation is quite well done um, for a kind of slice of life comedy. 
it has some of the best action sequences this season. Um, Absolutely. Which is always uh, a treat to see whenever they go full on uh, battle mode. Um, But yeah, so it's, I mean, Toru is a dragon living in a human world with a human who she loves very much. Um, And it's just kind of, you know, them going through life, learning how to live with each other. Like Toru has to learn that she can't wash clothes in her mouth, even though her saliva removes stains because that's just gross. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's like a repeat thing. Like she keeps licking Kobayashi's um, t-shirts and stuff because she just wants (laughs) to ingest her being or whatever her scent um <laughs> and then it's, uh so is this a comedy or it's um, a comedy it's a comedy yeah, absolutely. there's also you know some kind of uh more heavy touching moments that kind of sprinkled True. in there um there's another character who is named kana she's a very kind of like young uh dragon um like elementary school age kindergarten age um, okay. who is absolutely the most adorable thing that's happened in anime uh, in a while. <laughs> She's uh, pretty damn cute, especially after this last episode. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah, she, this last episode, she uh, started going to, uh, to school, um, so they, you know, went and got her all the uh, things that apparently Japanese uh, elementary school students get, like the, the red bat red backpack the yellow hat um the clothes and stuff like that um (laughs) but like her intro into the story is probably one of the funniest ones um she calls (laughs) she called oh what does she call kobayashi a uh a cuckold um, yeah cuckold because she thinks (laughs) that kobayashi seduced toru into staying with her um really toru is sexually interested in kobayashi like they don't mince words with that no i mean no um so there's yeah a really funny dynamic there um and we've gotten to kind of see some other dragons uh quetzalcoatl uh is a well in, uh, yes an aztec dragon well endowed um and hetachromia which is cool wasn't expecting crazy that. hetachromia yeah pretty insane um her eyes are powers as well uh I don't she know. hasn't shown anything yet yeah okay I mean, did she she participated in some dodgeball? But I don't think we got to see any of her. Well, they didn't really they didn't really use their like powers. Yeah, They're, like they use like they use their strength, but they didn't use like their their beam attacks or anything like that. I imagine, yeah, she probably does have lightning powers. Yeah, hopefully we'll get to see that because <laughs> that would be pretty good. Um, mm-hmm. There's a uh, Fafner who is like a <laughs> goth butler looking. Uh, <laughs> person when in human form um, who is obsessed with a uh, uh, what's that game called um, oh, man it's going to kill me now Dark Souls yeah Dark Souls knockoff oh um, yeah <laughs> wait I'm uh, right yeah you are yeah oh my god yeah, I was joking they, they totally play Dark Souls <laughs> there are two Dark Souls references in this season we'll talk about the other one later yeah, I was totally joking. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's just. Are you in Zurada? A what? I'm just asking JD if he's a fortune teller. <laughs> oh, gotcha! Oh my God, 
it's a fun show. It's a cute show. It's very well animated. The character designs are great. Um, I mean, it's just it's fantastic. Uh, I'm sad that it looks like Pony Canyon has the... Well, actually, no, they just produced it. Funimation has the license to it, so that's good. I'm excited about that. Um, and the dub is really good for it, too. Um, the, uh, the first episode's out, and uh, I like it a lot. So, I don't know. Anyone else got anything to say? Uh, definitely give it a shot. It's hysterical. Yeah. I do feel like some comments need to be made about the season, though. Uh, I, I mentioned before how the Blank Slate male character seems to be 50-50 this season, where it's either the character doesn't isn't portrayed at all, and then the, it's portrayed pretty well, as in what the next show we're going to talk about. And then there's a lot of mm. shows where it's the cute cute girls doing cute things, which, Logan, you're all about. So that's great. I'm all about it. It just seems this... that there's a there's a there's there's a lack this season of anything above that. Um, it's nothing necessarily... spectacular. Everything's kind of that in that average. Uh, but I wouldn't I wouldn't call this a cute girls doing cute things show. No, you um, wouldn't. Because that's no. that, that's what I was getting. That's the vibe I was getting from how you were describing I mean, it. It definitely has you know, cute girls doing cute things, but it's to me, it's much more about how these characters, um, are, you know, they, they each lack something. And now that they're starting to live together, they're learning how to, you know, live as a, um, as a family and to kind of, you know, look out for more than maybe just themselves. And there's, there's a lot of hints of like, you know, past trauma especially with toru that she's you know trying to work her way through which may be why she has decided to move in with kobayashi and stuff like that so i think there's there's underlying okay so there's more um, to it than just than just that yeah yeah i mean it's definitely cute but there's also man really fuka like showa acca 13 (laughs) i mean that sounds a lot more like there's a lot more than just cute girls doing cute things this season well, I was more or less referring to other shows. There yeah, are there's like be- three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think we've gotten accustomed, though. I mean, the last couple seasons have been stacked with shows. Um, that yeah, are- it, it seems like something's missing this season. Like nothing's yeah. blowing me away. It's Haikyuu. That's what's missing. <laughs> no. the, we'll get to a show that, that I think is... I mean, don't get me wrong. Uh, Kobayashi's uh, Dragon Maid... Is my second favorite of this of the season thus far, but we'll get we'll get into my, my favorite one that I think everyone should be watching eventually. Well, I, cool. I bring it up because the this next show is kind of a, a a good example of of the struggle between a show being something great and being average or stuck in between. Because that's what I that's what I'm getting from this season, at least with the the shows I picked. Nothing's like. ACCA was was Jeff's pick, so and, I, and I'm like, damn it! I wish I had that one because then that would be the one that'd be not blowing me away. It, it hasn't reached that point yet, but I hope it does. That's it's the only show that I see that has that potential. In the yeah. case of my number two pick, because I can't talk about Little Witch Academia, unfortunately, because net Netflix situation. But it's uh, Masimune's Revenge, and. As yeah. it's it's your it's your typical you go to you go to school and maybe characters fall in love kind of deal. There's not there's nothing new there. It's the plot on the surface is you know what's going to happen. Why why do I need to watch that? I mentioned that earlier in a in a in another show. 
uh, with chain in the case of Chain Chronicle. But mm-hmm. this one, they they kind of the way it's written is it makes you want to know how it's going to happen. In in the case, uh, the main character is Masamune. He he was bullied as a kid because he was fat, and this one particular female character um, in this early age made fun of him for being fat, and it tormented him, gave him a terrible nickname, and all he wants is his revenge on her. So he decides to break break away from his, he he decides to change his life. He he works out, gets swole, develops this narcissistic <laughs> attitude. <laughs> And he all okay. his his whole drive is to get revenge for the torment she caused him, because um, I guess that pushed him over the edge. Uh, the other. So, what the, kind of we, setting we, we, is we this learned, show? Is this like a school show, or it, it's a school show? Okay, but it's about it's 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 about this character being in school and and developing a relationship with this. Because he, he, he meets the girl again in high school. So he's like, okay. this is my time. I can, I can finally... His whole, his whole goal is to get her to have romantic feelings to him, and then he can break her heart. Yeah. Nice. But over the course, of course, uh, over the, the three episodes, we, you, know, you, you slowly see that he's clearly going to develop feelings for her. It's, it's developing that fairly well. Um, you can see other girl characters are falling for him, so it's becoming a harem in that sense. So that's where that's where it's man, nothing's new happening here, but it's written in a way where you can appreciate why the characters are falling for him, why he's maybe having second thoughts about his revenge. You know, uh, how how is it actually going to unfold? Even though you can kind of see where it's going to go. Right now, there's a lot of comedic elements in it at the same time because. I, my my theory is he spent all of his time studying to get into this big high school and working out like that was his whole life. So he his his how to how to get his narcissistic character across is all from like books. So he 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 reads books and watches like teenage movies to he's like, OK, so I need to in order to woo this girl, I need to like say this line from a movie at this particular time when I have done <laughs> X thing for her to feel that way. So like there's one moment he's got shoujo manga with like (laughs) with like tabs on on pages for of interest. Yeah, Uh, what one moment in particular is it's raining outside and uh, the girl the girl he wants revenge on doesn't have an umbrella. So he he goes, "This is the perfect time." Uh, I read this where I can give her my umbrella and then I walk in the rain in the distance and she realizes, "Oh, he gave up his umbrella for me." But all you see is he gives her the umbrella. He goes, "Here, take this." And then he runs off into the distance while it's raining, laughing like a madman, like, ha, 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 I have accomplished it. <laughs> <laughs> so do you, would you say that this character is a likable character? Or? I would say he's, he's ridiculous in the sense that, yeah, he's likable because of what he does is just so weird and out of norm. <laughs> <laughs> no. Interesting. I, uh, I decided to, after watching a few episodes of this, decide to go read the manga, um, just to see, because I was really interested to see where it goes. And, uh, you know, I won't give anything away, but I think that they will, who knows how they'll adapt it, but the, the manga was able to tell an interesting and um, kind of a diverse story uh, that, you know, you don't normally necessarily get from 
just a, you know, the high school romance anime. So, um, I'm excited to see, you know, where it goes because, uh, I think there's a lot of, uh, a lot of potential there and I'm really enjoying it so far. So I think one time that I find it, I think they've kind of, uh, used up the potential in the show. That's where it's frightening me on where it's going to go. I think I, it, because even the last couple episodes, um, they haven't, nothing truly new has happened. It's kind of, it's, it's really, the, the pacing isn't, isn't quite going anywhere decently. What, what do you think, Carlos, over the show? I think it's, I think it's all right. Um, I, he's not, it's not really he's, that he's forming a harem. I mean, he's already dropped one girl and I can see him dropping the other one, uh, the one that we just got. Uh, what I'm hoping happens is that they go back and they show him that, you know, all this time he was working for that. He could have had happiness elsewhere. I, like, I was kind of bummed out that, and, and I figured he wasn't going to, but like the class president, kind of minor spoilery, he, she kind of, you know, asks him out, see if, you know, he's interested in her romantically. And he kind of is until he realizes he's, you know, still trying to get his revenge. And I'm hoping that what they do with it is show that, you know, he's wasted like a lot of what could have been a really great youth on this stupid idea of revenge. But what I'm pretty sure is going to happen is they're just going to somehow fall for each other or something. I don't know. Something ridiculous. So my, my, it'll, it'll be, it'll still be fun for me, but it won't be what it could be is what I'm saying. It's I'm going to enjoy the ride. I already know that. Now, if they end it the way I, where, where I think they're going to do is he gets his revenge. He blew it. Of course, they realize they they like each other, and that whole last episode is going to be him realizing, "Oh, I I just blew a bad thing. I'm going to go apologize, and they're together." Woohoo! <laughs> I hope it doesn't do that, because then that would bring bring the show down for me and kind of a, a blown opportunity for you know some sort of originality. If that makes any sense to you guys, mm-hmm. right? No, that yeah, that makes yeah. sense. I, I I kind of agree. I mean, I, I would still enjoy it. It just, like like you said, it just wouldn't be what it could have been. Yeah, it'll just fall into that not another teen movie <laughs> uh, joke where it's just, we, we know it's going to happen. X guy is going to do this to X girl, and and it's 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 nothing new. <laughs> I think you'll be pleasantly surprised. Well, then, yay, <laughs> Logan, for for that. <laughs> it could still have an anime. An, uh, it could still have an anime original ending, or it could... It could do that thing where it's like uh, it, it ends at twelve episodes, but the twelve episodes didn't cover all the story that that's, that Logan's up yeah, to. And I'm pretty sure. And that's then they're like, "Buy the manga." Yeah, I, I don't yeah. know exactly where they're going to end the story. I'm not sure. It's a manga on Crunchyroll. Uh, no. False. Yeah, um, I think I think Seven Seas has it. I want to say maybe not. I might be mm. might be crazy. Might be unpressed. I don't know. Uh, it's it's got the show at twelve episodes, so we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, um, yeah, I don't see it reaching the necessarily the conclusion. Um, though the manga is still ongoing, so who knows? Um, but I, w- I will yeah. say one thing about the show, uh, and I'm glad it hasn't done this since the first episode. Is we see the main character Masamuni's mom. Oh, <laughs> is I love that character. Uh, I have a real problem with it. It's it's the major outlier in the show for sure of what they've done. The mom looks like she's all of seven, <laughs> <laughs> and she acts all of seven. 
It always makes you laugh yeah. when anime does that. Like, yeah. Why? It's why did, so Why was that a thing? Yeah. Uh, it doesn't need to happen, but I think it's funny that it's there. Yeah. <laughs> like, thank uh, God they haven't brought, they've brought her back in like one scene for two seconds. It's like, okay, good. Yeah. If they, if they touch more on that character, his mom's character, um, it might hurt the show for me opinion wise, but hopefully it doesn't do that. <laughs> I wouldn't worry about it. I don't think they do. Alrighty. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Okay. Well, this this is the last one Whoa. of our seasonal picks. Um, not the last show we're watching, but it's uh, my number one, which was Konosuba Two. Yeah. Uh, for those of you who missed out on Konosuba One, think uh, fantasy show uh, with an otaku in it. But instead of seriousness and uh, and all that stuff, uh, ridiculous comedy and uh, lots and lots and lots of ecchi. Well, yeah, okay, maybe not that much ecchi. Uh, I would say there's a fair, fair bit. Wasn't, yeah, there's a, wasn't there's the first a fair season amount, the most popular show from winter 2016? Nope. Mm, I'm pretty sure Erased was, no? Uh, yeah, Erased and then... Uh, or it was Gar. Among the Top? It was Among the Top. It was a top five show for sure. Yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. Oh, absolutely. Um... Yeah, so once again, we're following. Um, oh, go ahead. Ep- episode eight, I, I seem to remember as being yes. an just outrageously etchy episode. But other than the that, the show. episode, yeah, yeah. Oh god, <laughs> one of my favorites. <laughs> um. Anyway, uh. But yeah, so we're once again following Kazuma Sato. Um. And now, uh, he's in trouble because at the end of season one, stuff happens, and <laughs> I'm not going to give it away to you. You should watch it. What's wrong with you? <laughs> um. And so now he's in trouble, and he stands trial in episode one, and he still gets to live in, like, they over the course of season one, they accumulated this big mansion, but now they have nothing in the mansion. Uh, they've been completely dispossessed, uh, almost completely, except for the mansion. And uh, so now they're trying to, uh, A, clear uh, Kazuma's name, and B, earn money. That's, like, the, the main thing of, of the show the whole time is how can we earn money? Uh, because Kazuma has since, I, I, I'm assuming, abandoned the idea that he's ever going to defeat the Demon King and get the hell out of this world. <laughs> he um, just wants to live. And Aqua, Aqua, even in her, you know, goddessness, uh, doesn't, uh, doesn't seem terribly worried with anything farther than drinking. Um She's totally fallen from from her goddess like ways. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh we get a lot of the same jokes from the from the first season, which I'm one hundred percent okay with. Mm-hmm. Um in this latest episode, uh, the band's all back together. Uh Darkness or Lalatina Dustiness Ford um <laughs> is uh Dustiness. That's that's a weird name. Um she's back. Uh there's not really a whole lot I can say other than it's it's if you like the first season, you're going to like the second season. It's a lot of uh, ridiculous comedy, um, a lot of like situational type stuff, mm. or even just like funny little things. Like they'll be talking about Kazuma, and like you'll hear in the background and see like little subtitles, like "Hi, Kazuma Des," you know, yeah, <laughs> yes, I'm Kazuma, <laughs> and he just like keeps doing it every time uh, someone says it. his name. Yes. Yeah, it's it's really funny. Uh, I I will say. The the animation quality is a little bit lower yeah. than it used to be. I've seen I've seen side by side pictures of the character art specifically fair, that has gone way down. Like the characters have fatter faces. There's not as much detail the, in the some characters. Some of those character 
character side by sides aren't aren't terribly fair because sometimes they'll take like like long shots like the big shot like the the big wide open panning views of them and yeah of course those shots aren't going to look as clean as as season one but yeah i i it is it's just not 100 yeah not as sharp yeah which is unfortunate yeah. no, um, it just looked in, in uh, very noticeable from what i what, from what i've seen well the, between that's the, the two great seasons. thing about konosuba is that it, it doesn't really, it doesn't I mean, yeah, matter. it sucks, but it doesn't matter because <laughs> no. it's all about the comedy. It's all about the dialogue and the, the character personalities that just sucks you in because they're so bad. They're terrible people. Yeah, but if it was an action heroes. show, I would have been more worried. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. I mean, there's some action I mean, to yeah, it. The explosions but... still look great. Yeah, yeah, they do. <laughs> and uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh the the opening theme the the animation is still pretty wonky but it's still funny that they they incorporated like I'm not sure if you you were watching during it but the uh, the rocks with the happy faces that explode like that was in the first season as well like I don't know it's it's just a great uh, a great comedy if you're looking for some slight oh okay not slightly some raunchy humor <laughs> and um, like anti heroes these these yeah. people are not good people yeah, yeah Kazuma's, uh his uh his speech about equality in episode yeah. three or whatever or yeah. two um it's pretty good oh my god yeah. he's such a bad person he's such a bad person he's not at all opposed to fighting women i mean <laughs> I, I love him yeah. i think he's he's one of my favorite heroes quote-unquote heroes of this or protagonists at least of this season and I'm hoping for we get more seasons than this, but I'm not sure because I'm hoping eventually he gets to meet the Demon King, and I'm not sure it's going to happen no, in this season. No, no way. But, um, yeah, I do have to say that I think there there are several moments um, in the show where I just I can't help but say like you're you're better than this. You you have to be smarter than this. Like <laughs> getting a fortune from a dungeon and then getting coerced into spending all of that money on beer for everyone in the tavern. <laughs> like seriously. I've, I've actually like, I'm the kind of, well, I shouldn't tell you this since I'm, we're, we're going to hang out in, at soccer con, but I am the kind of drunk who, who spends more money, the drunk, right? <laughs> yes. So I understand. Perfect. Yes. <laughs> Thank you for telling us. <laughs> this is good news. <laughs> God damn it. I shouldn't have said anything. Yeah. Uh, oh, we would yeah, no, they, they, They're real. They're real dumb. I mean, the the, the the main character. They're all just. They're on top of being just bad people. They're also just not smart. No, they're not smart. So, so is this show going to look like it? It'll it will go keep going through different seasons. Uh, like maybe twenty winter twenty eighteen. We'll get a third season. Let's hope. I hope so, but I kind of doubt it. You don't think the show's popular I mean, enough to get it, or are they just going to cover enough of it in the season? <sighs> I think it's definitely popular enough. Yeah, I mean, on my anime list, it's you know it's ranked number one hundred thirty-two, which is pretty good, all things considered. It's got an eight point four five, so it's not like it's lacking in the popularity department, and obviously it doesn't have a huge budget to make. So, I don't and people th- still love it despite the budget. Yeah, the the budget drop. So it's yeah, it's typical Studio Dean fashion, um, which is a shame because once a show gets popular, you notice you notice the, they've been doing this since the '80s in, in Ranma and Maizenikaku, where as soon as the show gets popular, they they know it's popular and they know that they can spread the budget out differently and maybe use it on other shows. 
It's it's such the uh, that's just the way they operate. The voice actors love it too, though. I mean, you could tell the like they they have like little you know events, and sometimes I'll watch like the voice actor events. Uh, anybody out there listening, if you go on YouTube, you can find uh, sometimes translated, sometimes not um, videos of uh, voice actors doing promotional stuff for their anime. But the the voice actors for Konosuba love this show, <laughs> and the voice actress for Megamine will constantly be in costume. She loves this character. So I'm hoping that the popularity and the, you know, the love for the show from the, the production staff and the, excuse me, the um, voice actors and actresses um, carries over into more seasons, but I'm, I'm not really going to hold my breath. You know, if you I, might, I might have to watch the first season since everybody speaks highly of it. And the second season seems to continue that same stride where the first season left off. I, I, I think I might just have to drop the hammer. Same thing with Haikyuu with Logan. Everyone <laughs> speaks so highly of it. I might, might just have to just, just binge. Yeah. I, I don't know of a single person. I can't think of a single person that didn't enjoy the humor um, of the show, despite maybe, um, you know, disliking how it looks or whatever. But yeah, if you don't like if you don't like the the cutesy type of humor, you're gonna love this type of humor because it is it's very raunchy. Yeah, well, that's good. <laughs> yeah, I, I I'm so used to St- Studio Dean doing what they do, I'm kind of numb to it at this point. So that's not gonna bother me at all. Uh, <laughs> I, this this yeah. season seems to be the comedy season. Um, what show can do it right remains to be seen when it's all said and done. Mm-hmm. I can I can agree with that. There are definitely more comedies than there are dramas or anything yeah. else, but. Maybe that's better said than just saying the cute girl do cute things. It's a lot of comedy. Mm -hmm. Oh, I mean, there are cute girls, but that's every season, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, guys. All right. Well, those were our shows for for the season. Yeah. But we are watching other shows. Yes. Um, Uh, Logan, you want to start off with, with this one? I know you're watching this one. Uh. What's the first one? Is a Nyanko Days. Um, I assume we're just going to go down the list now because there's no yeah, real yeah. point. Uh, Nyanko mm-hmm. Days is a short. It's like a four-minute short anime. Um, that's really just a bundle of cuteness um, that I wish was longer. Um, it's a... I mean, it's just a story about a girl who has these three cat human mini things um, <laughs> they're, you know each have like you know kind of a, a distinct personality but they're absolutely adorable um and the uh, the main girl's kind of like a a shy girl that doesn't have you know an easy time making friends so she kind of really loves these cat children that she has because they you know they keep her company but you know they kind of help her uh, make friends and stuff like that and uh i mean there's not much to say it's four minutes it's really cute it's two minutes man is it two minutes each minute uh, that's what kills me is each each show is two minutes <laughs> and i'm actually really enjoying it <laughs> i'm actually really really yeah. into, like i mean yes it's it's cute girls and chibi cat girls doing cute things but like it's interesting that she's like that it's the the pets that are kind of breaking her out of her shell yeah but we get two tiny little minute segments oh that's even more depressing yeah like, it really this, is like you know we talked about shows that you know we watch to kind of you know make us happy or whatever this is that show this season like mm. no other show makes me happier than this show 
So, well, that's a shame. Two minutes. But you have no excuse. It's only two minutes. Go watch it right now. It's yeah. Great. I mean, and the two, some of the two minutes is taken up by the, by the ending. Yeah, so there's like an ending theme in a two ED. minute show. Yeah. So you get a, a minute 30 of, of quote of like story. Yeah. Of her running into another girl who likes cats or the cats talking about what they like. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah. It's really cute though. Yanko days. Yes. Good stuff. Um, this next one uh, is one that I'm only me and B Tag are watching. Supango um, too. Oh, is it? I think right. Uh, I think so. I might be wrong. Supango, please confirm. Yes, please confirm. <laughs> I feel like he may have mentioned it. You may be right. Um, it's called Bang Dream. Um, it is a kind of like I guess it's a multimedia project. Um, it might be based off of a game or something. I think maybe uh, it's. I think. High school. It's a Bushiro thing, no? I think, yeah, yeah, it's a Bushiro thing. So there's so like card trading game? cards, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. It's really kind of weird. It's not what I would expect for a, you know, card game, but you know, whatever. Um, it's a story about a high school uh, girl who finds a guitar in this one girl's uh, storage area and decides that she wants to start a band and ropes these other girls into it. Um, <laughs> the story is completely unoriginal. The uh, characters, for the most part, are just kind of tropes in and of themselves. There's the shy, quiet girl that doesn't want to perform. The uh, main girl is, you know, super hyper, uh, always asking people to join her. Um, and then, you know, you got the the super serious girl who's best girl. Uh, right now, Arisa, another Arisa, the season who's great. <laughs> um, it's I, I really can't say it's a great show. Um, it's a fun show and it looks really good. Um, I, it's uh, it's done by Zebek, um, and oh, okay, yeah. I mean, it looks great. the The character uh, designs are awesome. The eyes are interesting. Um, and, uh, you know, um, I will say that the third episode may be one of the worst things I've watched this season. Um, and me and VTag had a nice discussion about that last night. So, yeah, I mean, definitely give it a chance if you like kind of the high school anime stuff. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's not a must watch by any means. Well, going from, um, Bang G Dream to uh, an idol show, uh, which we only, I think we only have one of this season. Damn shame. Uh, well, that's your opinion. We have idol incidents. Um, <laughs> this show is much different uh, idol-wise than most uh, idol shows. Uh, instead of uh, the girls getting ready for some kind of competition, this time the idols are government officials. They are elected into office. And they are idol diet women, diet women. Yeah, diet say? woman. Yeah. yeah, diet woman. Yeah, that seems uh, essentially, essentially Congress, Congress women who are also idols. Uh, what? And every episode uh, ha- has uh, the girls going from prefecture to prefecture, helping out the local population, um, usually Solving, with song yeah. and dance. <laughs> Solving issues by brainwashing people. Yeah, seemingly. yeah. It, it's like what is it, this, they, Macross? <laughs> 
they uh, they yeah, essentially they they dance and sing and uh, project an aura. Projected yeah, an aura, and people like <laughs> fall in love with them, even the 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 party that, the that hates them. Yeah, there but there are several different involved. <laughs> there are several culture, different yeah. parties involved. Yeah. Uh, there's the uh, the Bishojo party, the heroin party, the um, ah, crap, I can't the remember all of them. Sunshine, sunshine yes, yeah. sunshine, yeah. yeah so, so, like, not all the idols are in the same political party, <laughs> um, and like, but all of their they all seem to like work together against uh, the traditional politicians who are all portrayed as corrupt or uh, like rich I mean, kids who just accurate, got it. So. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I I think it's funny. Uh, it doesn't. It's not really terribly deep. Like it's very episodic. Um, mm-hmm. But if you like idol music, and I do, uh, you're gonna love this show because every episode has a performance, which a lot of the idol shows don't do that. Um, yeah. And the opening theme is great. The closing theme. I mean, it's all done by these these voice actresses who are also the what do you call it? Um, I'm not sure if they're all idols, but I think a few of them are. Quite a few of them are. So, if you're into idols, bam, there you go. Idol incidents. Yeah. Um, it's, you know, I, I've only seen two episodes. I'm a little behind on it. Um, I had to catch up on other shows before I could get to this one. Um, but I'm, you know, I'm enjoying it. It's It's fun. Um, there you, is you're gonna love some, the latest episode. Yeah, because the Bishojo party is all blondes. Nice. That's what I'm talking <laughs> about. Um, there are moments where it's just like I, I kind of you know can't suspend that disbelief or whatever. Oh yeah, it is. Like, it is the, over the top silly. Yeah. In in the second episode, there's this whole bungee jumping thing, um, where they have to jump from three different you know, heights or whatever to, in order to secure the help of this one idol, uh, group, uh, party mm-hmm. to help, you know, clean waste or whatever. And the main girl jumps from the highest one and her bungee snaps <laughs> and somehow she, you know, falls down the entire height of a mountain into a river and somehow lives, comes out of it. Uh, unharmed. They're like, well, lucky we that the water is soft. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, uh, huh, okay. Water is like landing on a cloud filled with pillows. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it's 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 not going to win uh, awards for its uh, its uh, storytelling or its reality uh, basis, but yeah. it's a fun show. It is. <laughs> Apparently, people don't like it because it's. Got a five point four two on my enemy list. Oh, oh boy! <laughs> ah, they're lost. Honestly, it deserve that. Yeah, it doesn't deserve that. It's, score. it's nowhere near that bad. That's it's handshaker like, territory there. Uh, I'm, I'm interested to see what handshakers is. Let's see. Oh, it's. I think it's five point one one. It's getting. It's going yeah, down with each episode. It's going. Yeah. It goes down with each day or episode. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's uh, idle incidents. Um, the next one on the list here is uh, another short uh, called One Room. I believe this is the four-minute one. 
though I could be wrong. This might be eight minutes. Who knows? Um, it's a very kind of interesting, um, interestingly told story because it takes it's like a first person view. So you, as the viewer, are the protagonist. In quotes, um, <clears throat> and it's doing the same thing as uh, Seiren and uh, Amagami, where um, there's three different girls, each gets their own arc. So um, we just got what I believe to be the last episode um, of the the first girl, Yui, um, and it's I mean it's not bad. I think uh, it's looks it looks really good uh the art's really good the character designs are great um but it is just really kind of a bizarre experience to watch um because you know the the main character doesn't speak at all so you have to kind of fill in the 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 gaps in the conversation with you know what you think the the protagonist might say Oh, I'm going to have to watch this. That sounds like fun. I, I told you. I told you to watch it. Um, <laughs> and, you know, the the first couple episodes um, gave me the feeling that this was like the start of a hentai. Um, <laughs> so it's <laughs> it's fun. It looks really good. But it's really weird. Um, so, but yeah, it's short. So whatever, right? Yeah. Four, I mean, it's not like you're wasting a whole lot of time. Exactly. Um, give it a watch. And apparently next season there's going to be um, a kind of like a, a spin-off of this called Roommate, which is like the male version of this. So for all you ladies out there. I the remember roommate? hearing about a show like this though. Like where where you was sent, it was first person and it was it was targeted at ladies and you got to oh, like sleep. Oh, Nodachi, Pillow Boys? Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not like the first one they're doing. It's just, no, there's more in this weird first-person genre. Yeah. So, not bad, not great, but worth a watch. Four minutes, do it. Um, the next one is another short called, I don't know how to say this, Piazzavo. Um It's about a uh, girl. Let me look up her name. The, the uh, Japanese name is Piace Watashi no Italian. Um, it's about uh, Marina Nanase, who decides to work part-time at this um, Italian uh, restaurant, uh, Trattoria Festa. And it's just kind of like short little uh, episodes about her interactions with the various co-workers there um, and uh, all of her customers that come in um it's you know for a short it's okay the art's not great um not super into the character designs is it in, so in is it one. like a slice of life or is she like learning lessons with each customer or is it just there no it's there I mean, uh, it's just there, it's just there. <laughs> i mean they kind of highlight uh a certain food each episode but they don't tell you how to make it or anything like that they just kind of talk about it um so, like they did tiramisu, I think one episode, uh, stuff like that. So oh, make me hungry. I know. Um, it's five minutes though, so another one where you can just, you know, get it done real quick. All right. Well, going from shorts uh, to yeah. 
uh, a psych another cycling show. Are you watching this one this uh, this season? Yes, JD? yes, I like this show a lot. JD, no, I'm not. I'm not watching this one. Oh, okay. Well, this is uh, Minami Kamikura, um, high school girls cycling club. Yeah, it's like the longest name ever. Yeah, uh, and it's kind of like I thought it was going to be like Long Riders from last season, which really didn't get a whole lot done. Uh, but they're a few episodes in, and they've already uh, set up the uh, the club. They're getting their bikes, and I'm kind of excited to start seeing them uh, in actual competitions. Uh, whether yeah. or not they do that, I I I would ra- I would much rather see them just kind of explore rather than make this into a competition show. Even well, though- see that that's what I like about it though is that it seems like it's both like hey here's this awesome means of transportation and Japan is full of paved roads. Why don't we all go explore stuff? And, you know, they do, but like the uniforms they wear, tell me we're going to have some competitions. Yeah. And I kind of, I I kind of like that. Yeah. Yeah. I'd I'd like to have a balance uh, between the two. Um, And it's interesting because each uh, episode um, at the end of the episode, two of the voice actresses, if I'm not mistaken, Mm-hmm. Um, have like a little uh, lesson inside a bike shop where a bike shop manager tells them, well, this is this part of the bike and this is what it does. And if you want to do this, you get this type of bike and all that stuff, which is kind of cool. Um, I mean, I'm not terribly into cycling yeah. or bikes, but if uh, I, I kind of wish that that part wasn't there. <laughs> yeah, it's it's informative, but it doesn't need to be there. And it kind of takes cuts away down from to, the show. Yeah, yeah, it does cut down on a little bit of the time. But I, I find it if nothing else, uh, interesting. Yeah, for um, sure. As like an sure. informative thing. But, uh, yeah. the one thing I can say against this show Ooh. is that there are some CG points and you know, I'm not, I, I don't hate CG. There are times mm-hmm. I actually really like CG, but there are times in this show where they do like the, they're, they're writing sideways. So from the left to the right of your screen, that's in CG yeah. that really messes with my eyes and I can't, <laughs> I can't deal with it. Uh, I noticed it. It didn't bother me though. Yeah. yeah, I can see. I can see why. Right, right. It, but it's not enough to. It's not a deal breaker. It's just there. No. Uh, I watch it, or I kind of just like avert my eyes and wait till, for them to get back to you know animated writing. Hmm. Uh, I'm. I was surprised that you know. Usually in this kind of show, there's at least one character that uh, annoys me. Mm-hmm. Um, but all of the characters are are great. The rich girl's kind of eh, but yeah, I agree. Ah, she's my favorite. Really? She's eh. <laughs> yeah. Though I, I'm seeing in images and uh, from like the end of the ED or whatever, there's another girl that hasn't joined the club yet that may uh, earn my affection. Oh, and and this anime does uh, JD's favorite thing the the bike owner. I'm not sure if you've seen the latest episode. Oh yes, but yeah. the bike shop owner is is totally a lolly adult uh, <laughs> who wears who wears cat, cat ears and a tail. Yeah. Wow, that's She's just great. like everything that drives me insane. Uh, it's, it's, the, it's the best. I can't. I can't. Uh, I can't handle. <laughs> She's pretty funny. Um, oh boy. She, she's definitely the type who who has to reaffirm that she's an adult all the time. Yeah. But but she's not a big part of the show. She's uh, yet. She's oh, a that's a handshaker's character. character too. Uh-huh. A constant yeah. reaffirming that yes, I'm an adult. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. No, it's um. It's not any. It's not. Uh, it's not a deal breaker like like the CG. Um, okay. She's she's just there as like a secondary thing. Um, she's 
she's the one who provides them with the bike. I'm sure she'll be in more episodes, but she's not the focal point hmm, of yeah. the show. It's good though. It's fun. Um, I am really hoping for competition though. I will let you know if there's competition because I'm, I'm kind of hoping for for uh, for them to do uh, something cool. That's that's what it sounds like. I mean, because like the big thing for them now is they have to you know, prove their worth to the school in order to remain a club. So, right. Um, we'll see. It sounds like they're going to be entering a, a, a touring competition kind of thing. So I look forward to it. It's mm. just another show that I can kind of just turn on and just relax while watching, which I, I really enjoy. Um, though it seems like not a lot of people seem to like it outside of us. So, Oh, damn yeah. shame. 5.99 on now. Yeah. Boy, you know, you know, I don't give those scores much, much. Thought. I know. I don't either. <laughs> I'm just surprised that so many people dislike it. Are. Yeah. yeah. People expecting Yomoshi pedal. Well, yeah. I mean, sorry, it's not that <laughs> <laughs> you can watch Yomoshi uh, pedal. There's a total, there's a new season or a new, yeah, new arc this season or whatever it's called. I will yep, say you could right. probably jump into this new season of Yoimushi Pedal and you won't totally need the first two seasons to watch it. It's called uh, New Generations, right? Yeah, so it's it's yeah, new so. characters taking over besides the main three from the previous seasons. I'll I'll probably eventually get into Yoimushi Pedal after I watch Haikyuu because um, even though I didn't like it too much, Long Riders and this show, which I do like, has kind of piqued my interest about cycling, so I'd be interested to watch mm-hmm. a cycling anime. Well, there you go. Uh, the next one on the list here is Fate Grand Order, which is a like hour and fifteen minute movie, I guess. Um, though I hope that there's more to come. It seems like there's more to come because this hour and fifteen minutes was not especially good. If there is no more of this, mm. um, it's. Kind of, you know, the the fate thing. Um, there are uh, servants, um, and there are masters. Though it's really kind of hard to explain the the premise of this because I don't necessarily understand what this movie was about in general. Anyways, um, it's like so. There's they're in the world or the year 2016. They're in a remote facility. Um, somewhere like probably in Antarctica or whatever, there are 48 potential masters that have been assembled here that are going to be sent back in time to 2004. To, <laughs> the distant past. <laughs> to, the distant past <laughs> to Fuyuki City, which is like the, the place where all the other fates take place. For some reason, because the world's going to end, question mark? But just as they're about to commence with this mission, well, okay, I should say the the main character guy falls asleep during the briefing, so he gets kicked out um, and gets sent back to his room. And so right as they're about to start this mission, um, an explosion happens, causing the 47 uh, candidates to be kind of like, you know, uh, incapacitated. And then there's this one girl named Mash who um, I don't know what's up with her really, but she gets trapped under this huge boulder um, and 
she had kind of formed a, a friendship with this 48th candidate guy who's apparently has like the the least amount of potential to be a master but he's still there for some reason and then they kind of connect and for some reason her and him get sent back into the past with the leader <laughs> of this project and then things happen i don't know it's it doesn't make a lot of sense it's not very good hashtag um, fate <laughs> hashtag fate yeah and it's done by, um, oh, who's it done by? I can't remember now. I just had it on the top of my head. Um, oh, Le Deuce. And they certainly lay the deuce. Um, <laughs> wow. It doesn't look, it, it, it doesn't look especially good. Um, I don't know if I'm just spoiled because, uh, um, did, uh, unlimited play works, but, I, I guess I've just come to expect more visually out of this series, and there's nothing especially um, visually appealing. Do any older uh, characters make cameos? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I don't want to necessarily say too much. Uh, uh, there are there are uh, certainly uh, cameos from people that you will recognize, uh, heroes you'll recognize. Um, but things are just very kind of convoluted. Nothing makes sense. So <laughs> I'll let you go watch it maybe. Or if you want after this, I'll tell you what happens. Is it like a fate for like, Oh, I'm sorry. Let's take that. Take two. Take two. So, uh, is it like, um, fans of the fate series are going to like this and people like, like grand order is like a game, isn't it? It's a, it's a game. Yeah. Yeah, so, like, fans will like it, but, like, if you don't know, like, if you're not deeply immersed in the Fate universe or in the game, you're just not going to get it. Uh, no, I just, I mean, I really liked uh, Unlimited Blade Works and kind of dove a little into the lore um, of, you know, the Fate universe. Um, I didn't like Zero because I don't like dark stuff. I love Zero. Um, Yeah, I know. Poor Shane Um, Logan. I know. I'm a bad person. <laughs> I don't see many people enjoying this. I think it, the you know, the main girl is cute. Um, I like her. The main guy is completely kind of that just generic anime protagonist, just a, you know a blank slate, um, no personality really. Well, there you go. Um, That's been yep. my issue lately. <laughs> yep, um, and. This, <laughs> It just doesn't. There's no. There's no conclusion. Things happen um, with with little to no explanation, and it left me feeling just very unsatisfied and confused. And uh, I just didn't enjoy it. So I. I don't know. I mean, I don't recommend it. But if you like fate, maybe give it a try because maybe you'll find something to like. And hopefully there will be more to kind of answer questions. Because yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'll pass. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'll pass as well. <laughs> <laughs> it's a shame. Shame. <laughs> shame. Well, moving on from our shaming. Shaming. Uh, <laughs> uh, the next show is my personal show of the season. Uh, it's Saga of Tanya the Evil. Which no uh, one picked. Yeah, which no... Oh, to be fair, the, the... What do you call it? The art? The promo art? I think that's what scared most of us away. We're like, this looks weird 
but and it does look weird. She looks really weird. She does, in my opinion. But the and it's and so does her friend <laughs> or not the, friend. The the arts, the character design of the females in this are very strange. I I, I dig it though. In a strange way, I really like it. Um, this one. Uh, is available on Crunchyroll and Funimation. Funimation only has the first two episodes, though, uh, but a lot of people say they don't like the main character's voice. I disagree. That's she me. sounds fine. <laughs> um, she sounds like a seven- or eight-year-old girl should. Um, eh. But uh, either way, so I'm going to have to do some spoilers here. So if you haven't seen the show, and I strongly recommend you do, you How might want to How far deep skip. are you going? I'm, I'm at least going to say what she is. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. yeah, that's two episodes deep then. Um, so, oh, that's right. You haven't, because uh, you're only watching the dub. Well, that's right. either way. So, Tanya is a, uh, there, Tanya lives in like an alternate, like a parallel universe um, World War One setting. She's a, a German. Germany's called the Empire. Uh, but instead of, Jawohl. Uh, instead <laughs> of the, the German Empire uh, being part of the Alliance system, which kicks off, you know, the, the first world war, Germany is kind of, uh, beset on all sides by enemies. And instead of attacking their policy of defense, where they'll only fight if they are attacked and they're constantly being attacked for whatever reason, because they're, they're essentially what Germany was, uh, when Germany was first formed from all the different kingdoms it used to be, uh, you know, this big, new uh country that had the manpower and resources to be a world power so all the other countries feeling threatened keep attacking and there's magic in this world and tanya is a holy crap amazing uh mage so at the age of i think at seven they recruit the army recruits her and starts training her up and she uh shows enough yeah within a year she shows enough promise to become a, an officer and she's fighting on the Rhine frontier, essentially fighting against France or quote unquote, the Republic. Um, <laughs> that's episode one. And and you see how kind of ruthless she is in that she's not, she's totally okay. Giving up subordinates if they're not following her commands. Um, but at the same time, she cares for them. Right. Right. Well, she cares if for they, if they, if they obey. Right. Well, she cares for, for good soldiers, the ones who are like, pure little girl, what do you know? And when she's giving, you know, decent commands, a couple of them die. <laughs> but, okay, so in episode two, here's where we get into spoiler territory. It's right at uh, the start, though. Yeah, it's, it's just right at the start. Uh, we find out that she is the reincarnated uh, spirit of a Japanese salaryman in our world. He was... Um, he's... He, he played brutal. by the rules. Yeah, he played by the rules too too hard. Like he didn't accept uh, excuses or anything like that. And in the first scene, we see him firing uh, uh, a subordinate who was performing poorly, I suppose. Um, and so that guy ends up killing uh, this, you know, Japanese salaryman. And in the middle, like right when he's about to get killed. Um, essentially God shows up. He calls himself Being X. And Being X laments the fact that humans, and with all their technology, uh, no longer have faith and um, uh, says that, well, if you were put into a, a what is it? Like a, 
like a dire situation, then you'd find your faith. And so he's like, I'll put you in a dire situation. He resurrects him as Tanya in this, in this alternate world war one setting. But, um, he's, but he still has his same mind. Yeah. He still has. So, so it's, it's a, a Japanese businessman's mind in, in a German girl's body, um, which might throw some people off. But honestly, I think that makes her so much cooler. Um, she's such an interesting character. The fact that she's, and she actively fights against being X. Like she hates this guy. Um, cause all, all she or he is trying to do is, is secure a, a pretty much easy life for herself. You know, get on the, get on the pathway to success, you know, work hard and you know, that whole thing. And then but, pretty much retire. <laughs> yeah. But she's, she's brutal in her methods and, he was brutal in his methods when he was a Japanese businessman. So I don't know, being X, I, I, I can't see any other way of, of saying this, but being X is the bad guy. I mean, Tanya, Tanya, yes, is a brutal, like, like asshole, but uh, being X essentially throws its weight around to make Tanya have faith. So as yeah, a, th- yeah, there was a, there was that fight scene in episode two, where she's on just a routine patrol uh, at the beginning of her career as a soldier. Mm-hmm. And um, there's an oncoming regiment and they basically say, we can't send you support and you can't leave the battlefield. So that yeah. ends. So this is supposed to be BNX's way of going, here's your dire situation. This is where you're going to need faith. But instead Tanya then goes, develops this crazy look in her eyes and, and smiles and just goes, this is a great day to die. <laughs> yeah. And she, uh, she kills all of them, all of, all of her enemies. And it's just like, it, it's, it's a real, uh, crazy trip for, for Tanya. Uh, I won't spoil too much for you, JD, but in this last episode, like I, I, I was already sold gung ho, like love this show. What are you this like? Last six episode, now or five? Yeah. Uh, I, I think it was, um, was it episode five or six? I think I'm five in, but I, I, I won't spoil too much, but there she, she ends up training some mages uh, a little later on and in their graduation, almost line for line, they do the full metal jacket uh, graduation oh, you scene. You mentioned that before. Yeah. Yes. And, but it was so like, as, as a person who loved that movie growing up, uh, like me and my dad used to watch it all the time. I like, I instantly like noticed, um, she says, uh, Today, you people are no longer maggots, but in, like, just substitute uh, Marines for like Imperial Army. Like, wherever you are, every member of the army is your brother. Uh, Imperial soldiers die. That's what we're here for. But the Empire lives forever. That means you live forever. I mean, she's essentially Arlie Irving in her in this boot camp thing. It's just well, a much, much, much more brutal Arlie Irving. Um, the but, I mean, the, the the dialogue and, and writing in the show is is quite quite good. In, yeah. in that sense, I can, I can, as I'm watching the show uh, in English, I can, I'm hearing the Germans saying these lines in, in my head, like, all is for Vater, for the Vaterland, uh, der Reich ist Nummer, Nummer eins, you know, all, all the time. I can, I can, I can feel it and hear it with, with how the characters act all the time. And that's you know, the there, thing there that are drives, soldiers who want to die for the fatherland, be on the front lines. And they're like, right. well, if you can't, if you can't be uh, part of the system, if you can't, be uh one with your with your commander then you don't need to be here kind of deal and that was very uh that's very german mind oriented in that sense (laughs) 
and that's and that's one thing I liked about. It. And granted, it's the Japanese who are doing it, but it's uh, doing this animation. But I mean, Germany, like for those of you who aren't historically big, there weren't really quote unquote bad guys in World War One, and Germany most certainly was not one of them, even if there were ones. So this isn't this isn't the Nazis. This is World War One. Um, uh, it's it, there's a diff- much different mindset and all that stuff. So I like the fact that they're not portraying the Germans or anybody really as the bad guys. They're all just fighting for what they believe in. Unfortunately, at this point, what they believe in is, is, you know, imperialism and what uh, that old mindset. And I like the fact too, that Tanya is going in there with a 21st century mindset, knowing, Hey, this is their world war one. Um, uh, you know, this is like, she knows all the ins and outs. Well, maybe not all the ins and outs. I, I'm not sure. If the, the well, man... she, her, her goal is maybe I can, I, I know how this ends. Maybe I right. can change it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then she doesn't even really know how, how it ends. Cause she doesn't know, like th- she knows that the, the potential way it will end, right. how it will likely end. Uh, but this is a, this is a, like a parallel universe. So I'm kind of curious if they're going to go that route though. Like you said, like I kind of curious if they're going to go, the World War One route and, you know, the the reparations and all that stuff that, that came after the war and um, basically bankrupted Germany. Um, but yeah, a great show. May, I may, really yeah, can't it sets it up for a second enough. season where she's she's uh, the portrayal of Hitler. <laughs> yeah, that'd be interesting. I, I mean, I don't like the way Japan portrays Hitler a lot because they do it in a, some really weird ways, but... I'd be curious because the the writers of the show have already proven to me that I that they're they know what they're doing that they know how to write a compelling story. Yeah. Well, I I have to I have to mention why I'm watching the dub, and that's strictly on the female character voices, uh, how they sound. It just wasn't resonating with me at all. It, it pretty much ruined the show, and I was like, and I go, well, the. The theme is there. the The violence is there. It seems pretty cool. I'll give it another try in the Funimation dub, and the Funimation dub does it does it justice. I will say that. Yeah. So I'm going yeah, to be continuing the show disagree. with English. Uh, I think Tanya sounds like like a little girl should because she is eight years old. Yes, she is does have the body or the mind of a man, but she's you know physically a little girl. So she That's sounds like good, a little girl. To to the the character won't won't sound tough, won't sound the way she needs to be in the, the per, how she's portrayed with that kind of voice that the voice, voice actress has given her. Cause I, I've, I've, I've heard the voice actress in other shows and thought it was fine. Just in this show, it's, I don't think it does the character justice. And, and the fact that it's now a, a man in a woman's body, I think the, the well, vocal cords probably voice, would have developed differently as well. Hmm. Her voice, the, the vocal cords wouldn't change. The physically, she is a little girl. So she has a little girl's voice. So the words she would be saying would be like a man's, but they'd be coming from a little girl's mouth, which is why I like the, the sub. Uh, it, it, I understand why it's that way. It just didn't resonate with me. But So, yeah, that's uh, Saga of Tanya the Evil. I wish uh, I would pick could... this show over Handshakers, hands down. That's for sure. <laughs> Yeah, there. I honestly can say after this, like I'm not sad I picked Konosuba, but uh, this had I knowing what I know now about the show, I definitely would have picked this one first. It is the show I'm looking forward to the most uh, every week, and uh, 
speaking of that, we did a community question. Well, before we get to that, do we, uh, Jay, do you want to go oh, that's right. over some of the, the leftovers? Yeah, um, just leftovers from last years. last season. Uh, All Out is, is slowly becoming worse and worse <laughs> as it goes on in comedic fashion. Uh, it seems to be no more about rugby and more about eating food and cooking cabbage. <laughs> <laughs> so that's disappointing. I'm still going to f- finish it. I'm, I'm too, 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 too far, uh, too far into just quit now. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's about, it's pretty much about nothing now, which is very, which mm-hmm. is a shame for a sports anime. Uh, Tiger Mask W is still fun. It's still wrestling. It's still Japan wrestling. <laughs> It's 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 a fun ride. Um, Iron Blooded Orphans uh, actually, because I was saying in our uh, uh, fall review that it was getting really boring. Nothing was seemed to be going well. It didn't seem to be going anywhere. Well, I'm happy to say that in this winter season for the episodes that have come out, Iron Blooded Orphans ha- has shown some of the best episodes the series has ever seen. It's gotten a lot more mature. It's gotten a lot more brutal in a, in a sense. It's getting really good. I'm quite happy with that and how that's turned out. And then March comes in a like a lion is still, uh, and that's your show, Logan. It's still, yeah, it's, 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 it's still, still really going quite well. I'm very happy. Yep. Yep. I'm, uh, I, I found that I'm enjoying that show probably more in chunks rather than week to week, just because there's so much, uh, uh, cliffhangery kind of stuff that that show does. But, yeah, still, still rocking it. It's still yeah, it's still a good emotional ride. But yeah, all out is all out's become a dumpster fire. <laughs> <laughs> That's I have shame. to be patient and wait for the cabbage to be cooked. That's the joke. <laughs> mm. Mm. That's a shame. Okay, but yes, as you were saying, Carlos, uh, you pulled our uh, Discord community. Uh, for some questions, so do you want to run through those, or do we want to take turns? How oh, we can take turns? Uh, let me just let me just give a quick uh, rundown of what it was. Essentially, I asked uh, uh, our budding Discord community, uh, "What are some of the shows they like to they look forward to week to week?" Um, and by this, I meant uh, like a show that you, you when you see that it, uh, it has a new episode, you get excited, you are on it, you like you immediately want to watch it, or maybe like you forget what day it came out and like the day before you look on Crunchyroll or Funimation and you see that like, it's still not out and you're like, Oh man. And you're like disappointed like that kind of like really looking forward to it. And so we got a a couple of interesting uh, answers. Our community is definitely not unanimous on most things. (laughs) Yep. Diversity. It's the spice of life. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'll go ahead and go first. Uh, B tag says there isn't a single thing that started this season that gets me super excited when I see a new episode. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a shame. It's all out broke him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, maybe we'll know, find something next season, man. Maybe, maybe he just doesn't consider uh, Tiger Mask W to be this. Oh, he says started this season. Never mind. Yeah, started. I retract my statement. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's okay. You know, whatever, B tag. <laughs> <laughs> I still have fun talking about Bang Dream with you. That was fun. Good times. Um, Ayu says, uh, Rara, Miruchu, uh, Kobayashi's March Comes in Like a Lion, 
um, and Scum's Wish. Um, though Scum's Wish is like uh, basically one big cliffhanger. Um, so a lot of uh, well, yeah, that's kind of a, a split list because you got Urara yeah, and Kobayashi, which is like happy and comedic and cute. Then you got March and Scum's Wish, which I hear Scum's Wish is pretty drama heavy. Yeah, I've heard sure. it's Yuri heavy. <laughs> really? Yeah, Scum's Wish. Yeah, hmm, I've seen, yeah. the the only The only clips I've ever seen it, from it is pretty Yuri heavy, but I I don't know much about the show. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it is, but maybe there's some of that. I don't know. Yeah, I um haven't watched it yet. No idea. So am I going uh, to do QB? Yeah, yeah, you are. Companion Cube says, I'll say March, but I'm about four episodes behind Stuck Out Tongue. <laughs> oh, I've not I been watching that. much new anime this season. So, yeah, keep watching the March. March yeah. on. <laughs> yeah. He, he watches a lot of older stuff with his family, so that takes up most of his time, I think. Well, watch March comes in and with your family and... then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. um, you're okay. up next, Carlos. Uh, Go ahead. Supango says, This season, it's Masamune-kun. Interviews with Monster Girls, Fuka, and Dragon Maid. March Comes In was uh, was that last season, but I like watching the show in larger chunks now. That oh, seems, so you, be, that seems to be yeah. what everyone's doing now. With March, yeah, I agree. Because some of those episodes end on cliffhangers that kind of hit you in the gut. So, uh, interesting mix-up with you as well, uh, Spingo. Masamune-kun. I wouldn't say that's that for me, but it's it's an interesting show. If you like that I kind like of stuff. Masamune. Um Seismic Wolf uh has quite the list going on. <laughs> uh, almost rivaling how much I'm watching. Uh Yomushi Pedal, Occubus Trip, Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid, Konosuba, he says Wednesday is packed. Um Saga of Tanya the Evil, March comes in like a lion like a lion. Tiger Mask W, Yay. Dragon Ball Super, <laughs> um, and of course, Nyanko Day's Kimono Friends and Interviews with Monster Girls. Oh my god, that's Plus like everything. <laughs> watching Kimono Friends. Yeah. yeah. If you're, a, you're a better man than I, Seismic, to be a watching true, Kimono Friends. True hero. Yeah. yeah. Let us know what you think at the end of the season, because we're not going to watch <laughs> yeah. that. No. Uh, oh, man. Okay, you're up. Uh, so, Phil JD. says, Konosuba, Gabriel Dropout, those are the two I will make efforts to watch on release. Phil really likes the comedies. Makes yeah. sense. And the lewd stuff. And the lewd stuff. Lewd yep. stuff. Nope. Yeah. There's a reason why we're buddies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Meowth 900 says, Gintama, Yaimushi Pedal, All Out, March Comes In Like a Lion, Nonbaka, Second Part, uh, and Descending Stories, uh, Showa, Genwa, Rakugo Shinju. It's interesting because I didn't know Nanbaka had a second part going this season. It's actually an ONA release. It's totally separate from the season, which I thought was interesting. I'm I'm just happy to see someone else is watching Showa. (laughs) (laughs) It's a great show. It deserves to be watched. Um, Okay. Machiroshina says, I'm watching a bunch of shows, but the ones I'm looking forward to the most week to week are Scum's Wish, Saga of Tanya the Evil, Gabriel Dropout, Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid, March Comes in Like a Lion, and Interviews with Monster Girls. So a lot of, uh, yeah, both sides of the mm-hmm. of the spectrum there to kind of balance. I could agree with just about out. everything but Scum's Wish, and that's only because I, I'm not watching it. Yeah. <laughs> I guess last and but then, not least, it's Full Metal. Indeed. 
I'm watching a record-breaking four shows. Blue Exorcist, which... Is that the only person watching that? Uh, I think... <sighs> yeah, I mean... I this way. too. I think, hmm. I'm not, not 100%. I could be wrong yeah, on that. But this, this is what are you looking forward to, I guess. Right, right. And right. Uh, Iron-Blooded Orphans, Fuuka, and interviews <laughs> with Monster Girls. <laughs> so, nobody's watching Akka, like Jeff and I. Uh, maybe they Nobody's are, excited maybe they're for just that not, show. Yeah, maybe they're just not excited for it. Because I did, I did, you know, emphasize something that you're really excited to watch. Yeah, yeah. The the only show for me this season would be Akka, is is the one. I I, I would mention also I've been looking uh, for Gundam Thunderbolt every month since last May of, and I could have sworn it was coming out uh, it, like next week this month, but it's not coming out until mm. the end of March. You. Yeah. The must watches for me, um, interviews with Monster Girls for sure. Um, and I mean, that's the only one that's like coming to mind. Not Gabriel Dropout? No, no. I can wait on that one. It's not a, (laughs) not a necessary one. Uh, I mean, I, I, uh, Saverin would probably be the other one and Kobayashi. Right. But, oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Kobayashi's Dragon Maid is what I thought you would have said. Yes, yes. Yeah. yeah, those three. Those three are the ones that I, you know, as soon as I see that they're out, I'll go go watch. But yeah, everything else I'll, you know, whenever I find the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, my list isn't terribly different, except uh, add um, Saga Tanya the Evil uh, hmm. and Konosuba. I really enjoy Konosuba. Yeah. Uh, sometimes I will let Konosuba wait uh, so I can, you know, relax and watch it. Because uh-huh. um, the the humor it demands like it it demands that you pay attention to stuff because crazy stuff's always going on. <laughs> um, but yeah, I I'm real excited for uh, Kobayashi's Dragon Maid as well, um, and uh, interviews with Monster Girls. And I'm really surprised to say that because I was expecting to like interviews with Monster Girls. I wasn't expecting to like it as much as I do. So yeah. that was a pleasant surprise. Okay, so the last thing we have here is uh, we have another question from Phil, so it's time for Phil's question time. Um, and uh, his question is, how do you guys, uh, again, this is in the form of a haiku, <laughs> how do you guys feel about characters who make weird noises, moi moi? Uh, huh. They don't bug me as much as other, they bug other people. I mean, the nya nya thing kind of gets eh a little bit, but... Yeah, it depends on the noise. Um, like, I love the moi moi thing. Yeah, see, it, it's it, different. It, it depends on whether you like the character or not. That's true. Because, like, some people, like, really, might really like that, but I can, I could, I haven't really looked, but I bet you anything I could find people who hate the moi moi thing. Yeah, so oh, for sure. Like, so, um, I love, like, the... Uh, Yume did the the na. She ended like most of her sentences with like na uh, from Grimgar. Um, Isn't that, that different really though good. than just weird noises? Uh, or like verbal ticks? I mean, it's a verbal yeah. tick. Yeah. So like uh, I, I enjoy that. Yeah. I enjoy the moi moi. But you know, this is one thing that I, I don't like. Is uh, I'm watching uh, Amagami uh, or not Amagami Amagi Brilliant Park. Um, <laughs> you don't like Ron. I don't like Ron. Oh, I don't like or the me? Oh, that's I love that verbal take. It's so funny. I don't like I didn't like it in Japanese and they brought it over for did the Did they English, really? I don't like it. Yeah. That's so weird. How do they explain it is that? It's real weird. They they just 
don't. <laughs> but they do make some funny jokes. Like there's one episode in uh, Amagi where uh, Kanye's sick, and so they each like take turns being him at school. Mm-hmm. Um, and <laughs> several of the people at school keep questioning, like, "Why are you saying Ron after every sentence?" And he's like, "Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it." <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I remember that from the from the 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 sub. Yeah, it's a. Yeah. I, I I guess I don't I, I don't mind them as much, um, I, but I I can see why it would get, it would grate on other people's nerves. Yeah, mm-hmm. it like it's totally subjective, varies on the the character. So that's about it. I think that's it. Yep. I think we um, this may be the longest podcast yet. Ah, we went. We, I mean, I, I'm surprised at how many shows each of us are watching. I mean, it just—I didn't think. I don't think a lot of us thought we were going to be watching that many shows this season. And I, no. I gave each show like an episode one, and I'm surprised at how many stuck. So, I'm watching 16 shows. Good uh, God! I'd have to yeah. count. I You're think just going to die think, when spring comes. <laughs> I think mine's like 14 or 15. I think I'm watching. <laughs> you're watching 16 as well, Carlos. Am I? Yeah. Well, if, if you're counting uh, Kimono well, Friends, you might yeah, yeah, subtract that one. And then if you're counting okay. uh, Schoolgirl Strikers, I, I dropped that one too. So Okay, but you're going to pick up one room, so there's that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that's a <laughs> short. Eh. Unique to this season, yeah. I'm only watching four. shorts. Wow. Because I, dro- I dropped Chain Chronicle already, and I dropped Handshakers. Handshakers, like a hot rock. Yeah, see, this is the problem with, with trying to, like, because I watch so much during the season that when I think, oh, I should probably go watch something uh, and do a review, I'm like, I've just watched a whole bunch of anime today. <laughs> and I, uh, and then all I want to do is, all I want to do is, uh, is uh, play Fire Emblem. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, well... Yeah, I'm exhausted. Now I have to go edit this. I'm starting. <laughs> while I watch the uh, the Super Bowl. Yep, 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 um, yep. So, yeah, thank you all for uh, for joining me. Thank you, gentlemen, for your opinions. Absolutely. <sighs> You're and, welcome uh, for having me here. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's really a privilege. It's really a we privilege when it. you get to experience JD. <laughs> it's true, it's true. <laughs> Um, if you have any questions that you would like to submit to the podcast for us to answer, um, email us at mail.animearcade at gmail.com. Um, hit us up on Twitter at anime underscore arcade. Um, you could hit us up on Facebook at facebook.com slash anime arcade. We are on um, that Instagram thing at the underscore anime underscore arcade. Uh, and I think that's it. If you want to join our Discord, please uh, let us know because uh, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Most of the time. Got, got a lot of fun discussions there. Uh, and uh, we're mostly a respectable crew, except for myself with all the etchy and hentai. But you can just, you know, ignore me. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> Most of us do. So you'd, be, you know, you'd fit right in. Um, so yeah, thanks for listening. And uh, we'll see you in two weeks. Yeah. See you next time.
got a dog chewing on a bone in the background. <laughs> well, you Hopefully know. that isn't coming in too low. I can hear it, for sure. You decided right as I hit the record button that that bone was primed to be chewed on. <laughs> Do you want to restart? or? No, that's fine. Okay. I, mean, I, can always cut the, I can always cut all this out. Yeah, for, yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Could be end of the episode, sucks. <laughs>